This week's Throwback to Black goes to a quote from Duke Ellington. People who make a living doing something they do not enjoy wouldn't even be happy with a one-day work week. Throwback to Black, Duke Ellington. Now let's start the motherfucking show! your boy Corey Dosecki. I'm something else. And we back for a new episode. Yeah. And if you can't tell, my voice back, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. For now. For now. Yeah. Now, after next weekend, I don't know. It's your yelling ass. (laughs) (laughs) It feels good to be back, man. I feel strong. I feel like I'm here. I'm here for the cause. I can do all my sound effects. I think, uh, what, last weekend... Not this past week, but the weekend before that, I was we was over there for the fight. And by the end of the night, I had no voice, yeah. and I was trying to talk to you. I just got frustrated. So I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I, and I had so many wonderful points to make, mm-hmm. but I couldn't talk. I just got frustrated. I went home. Well, to be honest, you didn't go home. You, you fell asleep. That was after I woke up. Though. Oh, okay. After okay. I woke up, and still was trying to talk. That, I couldn't talk. That part. It was done. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go home. Yeah. Hell, thank you for the nap. <laughs> you gotta start speaking in sign language, motherfucker. I slept so good. Helen Keller. <laughs> Knock the fuck out. It's a good fight, though. <laughs> what's good, bro, man? How you been doing? What's what's the business? What's man, up? How was your weekend? Weekend was cool, man. Um, as I reflect on life, bro, I don't think I've done anything. You know, ever since. Uh, I took my a couple of days off. I don't think I had a real day off, man. Just been working. Mm, mm. You know, motherfuckers don't like you taking days off. They don't. They, they don't really they like get it, petty. Man. They look at you with a side eye. Ever since my vacation, man, that's like, you know, we got so much to do. And then I got this other uh, four-day weekend coming up. They just really mad at me now. Really dog. mad. And I have not one fuck to give, man. Not one. I'm walking through skipping, speaking to people. I've gotten so mad where I don't even tell them I'm taking off. Yeah. They just look up, like, and they be having important deadlines coming, and I know it's coming. I'll be like, ooh, they gonna be mad as fuck if they don't have that shit turned in by the day. Because <laughs> I ain't coming back to Tuesday. Yeah, I can't do that. It's not gonna, it's gonna be bad news bears if I do that. But they're not, they're not happy that I'm leaving, but yeah. fuck it, I got shit to do. Welcome. But I, I haven't done anything, man. Uh, just working. I'm trying to get my, um, some things situated around my house. Facts. I still got a goddamn tree. Liam laying in my goddamn residence for my neighbors. Oh, so no. I got to get a little chainsaw to cut that bitch up. So I got to do some manual labor. That sucks. Uh, besides that, I ain't do shit, man. Just play my 2K character. I'm, I'm so I'm so deep in the game right He's now. He's invested, people. Yeah. I went to my mother's house on Sunday. That's probably the thing I did. What's up, Mom? Uh, what up, what up, Mom? Uh, we sit back up there, me and my brothers talk shit, laugh like we always do. And that's it, man. I want to give a shout out to my my big cousins, Terry and Carrie. Happy birthday. They twins. Happy birthday. Yeah, I'm going to make it down to Tampa again, man. Had a, I had a ball last time I was in Tampa. I got so faded on the strip. I'm going back to Tampa one day. got to go back. I'm down. Road we gotta, trip. We got to put that on the list. It's road trip. Tampa is fun. Shotgun. Man. Yeah, so I'm not driving to Tampa. Fuck that. We're flying to Tampa. <laughs> 
Wolf died. Fuck <laughs> all that shit. Yeah, but I ain't do anything, man. Just uh, just maintaining, you know, staying out the way, bro. That's what's up. That's what's what about up. yourself? My weekend was dope. Uh, Friday, I had the crew come through. But here's the thing about the crew coming through this time. Everyone didn't come through at the same time. Yeah. It started about 6. Mm-hmm. I think the last person left at 2 a.m. Okay. And everybody came kind of separately. I think the last the last crew, all y'all came at the same time and was there. But So I had like a bunch of different conversations with like a lot of people. Because when you're by yourself, you got to have that one-on-one. Yeah. With the group, you know, it's a group conversation. You can get, get a lot of stuff done and air out of everybody at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bunch of a lot of one-on-ones. Yeah. It's like, whoo. A lot of therapy sessions. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I'm the light. Everybody want to talk. Yeah. I get it. Yo, I thank you for, you know, trusting me with these, with your you with your issues and your, your complaints. I get it. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was cool though. I could never, bro. <laughs> I could never, man. Look, hey, if y'all ain't coming, <laughs> I'm about to shut down shop. Oh my God, well, I ain't about to, oh we ain't about to do this shit all night, my nigga. No, but what's the thing? You didn't get a break. Everybody just showed, like, as one person was leaving, another person arrived. No, I'm like, look, you're going to have to stick around for this shit. <laughs> if we're going to hang out, we're going to hang out. We're going to hang out. You here. Yeah, you here. Y'all complain when I kidnap y'all. Yeah, so I, we're going to do this one by one shit. Everybody <laughs> coming one time. One time, get the fuck out. Get on now. Yeah, so it was a good, it was a good time. I I enjoyed it. Um, we think Saturday, uh, I met a gypsy. She hit me to some fly game. Okay. I uh, my uncle, I kicked it with my uncle Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean Saturday. Uh, he kidnapped me while I was in Conway, and we had a ball though. Yeah. My auntie was in the shotgun, so I'm in the back seat. You know, I had flashbacks to being a kid again, and I had a good time riding around with him. That's what's up. Yeah, so I had a ball. And then Sunday, my parents flaked on Sunday dinner. Get the hell out of here. Get the fuck out of here, right? Out of all the years I've known you, I know. All the years. And now, usually we'll talk about this. We're yeah. not going to have family dinner. It's yeah. cool. I'll make other arrangements. Right. Fine. I get a text message. Oh, the disrespect. The disrespect. And I think they did to do a church service. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, we going to Conway, ask daddy about it. And so it wasn't her decision to go. Yeah. Because she already cooked the meal. So I went and got my plate still, my neck bones. Yeah. I still went and got them. Yeah. But I didn't get to have the family dinner. You know, my talk, my, my, my event session yeah. was stolen from me. Damn. I felt robbed, you so know. It was no, it was no pre-talk about them not having family dinner together. None. I was like the disrespect. They knew I was kind of feeling some type of way because yeah. they called me on speakerphone. It's like, oh, see, so y'all going to uh, Conway for family dinner of a church, huh? When was this decided? I told you he was gonna be bad. <laughs> don't, be, don't be outside talk. I'm talking to you right now. What's up? <laughs> what happened? Ask your damn daddy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The pastor can talk him to anything. I don't think I've ever heard that uh, the the family dinner function not being, you know, not ever going through without being discussed. Prior. Discussed priorly, you know. Every blue moon, it's certain emergencies they may arise. How early in the in the day did they let you know? 
They let me know at 1230. Oh, damn. You know, that's the time. I've been here telling people, oh, I got family I get, dinner I coming up soon. Dinner, yeah. So if you're coming through, come through. Yeah, I got somewhere to be. I got somewhere to be. I need to be somewhere on time. Uh, the emotions you felt when you saw that text message. Bruh. <laughs> and then, this what pissed me off. Not only did she tell me that in the text message, she uh, listed the menu. Yeah. So you go pick up your food, though. Pick up my goddamn food. Yeah. You think this is just about food? I'm going to go get my food, but this is not get, just about food. I'm going to get the food. That's not, that's, that's not the this, point. This is my my session. Yeah. This is my therapy. Yeah, I blocked this this time of day off. This is the reason why I'm not paying copay. I come talk to y'all. Yeah. My parents know way too much of my business. Damn. It really yeah. is great. I talk to them. They're fun. I'm I, the complete opposite. <laughs> 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 my family don't know nothing. They be like... Like, follow me on social well, media. I only got my mom like, and dad. You know, my head? cousins, they all sporadic. I don't trust none of them with shit. Hey, that's some they shit. talk too damn much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They gonna hear it. I don't give a fuck. I don't talk. <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are. Hey, I know. They emotional as fuck. I got a cousin mad at me right now yeah. for saying some shit I normally would say. Like, she snuck her ass in the town. Mm-hmm. And she kicked up a lot of the other family members, didn't say shit to me. But she needed something on her way out of town so before she left. She's like, hey, cuz, my classic corridor said response, oh, Nilly nigga, you in town? You ain't saying shit? What's up? I heard you was here. Don't talk to me like I'm one of your other little friends right here. I ain't one of the little groupies that you kick with. Okay, see, first of all, bitch, I talk to everybody like that. <laughs> Secondly, you know what I'm saying? Don't come at me with no attitude. And she, so she got attitude, all that bullshit with me. And I was like, look, you taking this shit through text way too personally. I tried to call her and be like, look, cuz, you going too far. You all right? She didn't want to answer the phone. So I'm like, okay, cool. Fuck you too. You do get a little aggressive in your, in your conversation. I be blunt. Yeah. I be straightforward. I don't sugarcoat none of this shit. I be straight fucking forward. <laughs> like, what's up? <laughs> shit say something you gotta be say something so uh she ain't talked to me since ain't that some shit yeah and I ain't gave a fuck cause hell shit it ain't cool I got a lot of people that come through for advice so I'm good on that yeah so I mentioned to my parents tonight ow we finally figured out why she was mad she didn't at your uncle truck mm. <laughs> I, I, I be mad too no wonder Damn. He's very passionate about that biz that I did it. Ain't that? Yeah. I'd be mad too, though. Yeah, I'd be mad too. But you ain't got to talk to me crazy and get your feelings. Because, see, the people confused that, oh, Corey mad, but I, 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 he going to come back to me and say something. Shit. We could be a family function. I won't say shit. Yeah. This a, is this a grown Corey, though, second now. He don't give a fuck. I'm that cousin to be like, oh, it's been fun, relatives. I'll catch y'all the next one. And I was an hour late. I don't give a fuck. As always. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit, I got no wife or kids. I got nobody to be accountable for. <laughs> Shit. I got no responsibility. No responsibilities. I can be in and out of this function. You ain't got to fuck with me no more, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Gave that shit up. Can you do anything but, else? But uh, I told Dad I used the joke yesterday. I mean, I was about this last week about the uh, pussy at the table. Yeah, he loved it. <laughs> loved it. It's like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. My mama cringe. Ugh. 
can't believe you told him you used it. <laughs> so you heard it and didn't tell him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just got quit cussing. He writing some more material down. He own it now. He you know what I'm saying? He in there. He writing more material. Like, ooh, it's in his bag him. right now. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Get That's it, dang. Up. Read these jokes. Yeah. I got you. So, yeah. And then I just house out my usual Sunday. Mm. Sunday, everybody kicked it with, man. Yeah. So it was a good weekend for me. And then back to the back to work, acting like I gave a fuck because I'm on a short week. I don't work in three days. So it's just like, yeah. I'm just here. I'm just doing the bare minimum, man. It's yeah. crazy. I worked so hard Friday. I got all my shit done for this week, Friday. So I really, I'm just in there faking it like I'm busy. Anytime somebody comes in the office, I sit up straight, act like I'm typing. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not typing. I did this work already. Yeah. I'm just doing the assignments as they arise and killing it. That's what's down. I think, you know, something about us in the workplace being that uh, black men and like faintly intelligent black men, you know what I'm saying? We're able to not only multitask, but we're also able to work ahead, get our stuff done, line our stuff in order. Like we know what's coming. Like as long as I know what's coming, I can deal with any situation. Yeah. And, you know, we know what's coming. I knew I got a little few days off coming up. Mm-hmm. I lined everything to where I work ahead. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. I can predict your, I know your first five moves. It's already done, sent, boom. They can't stand this shit. Because it look like we're not working hard and sweating it like they are. Yeah. I'm like, well, we black. We deal with shit all the damn time. <laughs> you think I'm going to be messed up by some work pressure? Nah, B. <laughs> this easy work right here. So a lot of coworkers uh, do not like seeing my smiling, beaming face coming through sometimes. I find it hilarious because <laughs> they feel like they're so overwhelmed and swamped. I'm like, man, I'm working three people's jobs right now, B. <laughs> Make this shit look easy. Yeah. Could cry. It's nothing. It's nothing. So that's my little fun, little park at work. <laughs> they don't understand how I'm doing it. How? How is he doing it? I'm suffering over here because I'm not stupid. Enjoy that shit. Yeah, and that was my week. I think people do that at work to make themselves feel more important than they are. Yeah. Like, I just can't believe, I just got all this going on. I just, man, you ain't doing shit. Ain't Come doing on, man. Shit, like, look, bro. calm down. You want somebody to feel sorry for right. you. Right. It's not even do that serious. Do your job, bro. Do your job. You probably be done with this shit. If you really sat down, stayed off it. All social media apps, yeah. all your other side uh, websites that you go visit. If you just did the work, focused on it, you probably had that shit done before lunch. Easy. Easy. But you make that shit more difficult. You want people to look like, oh, he's so busy. Yeah. Why you a fuck about you? I'm not a motherfucker on the app, on the application. It was like, if you see your, your friend Jake over there crying, at the phone because he's going through a personal problem what would you do turn the fuck around and mind my business <laughs> shit get the work done Jake I don't give a fuck that's just me yeah that's fucked up how so I mean if Jake over there crying you don't give a fuck why Jake crying not really okay that's fucked up not really what do you mean Jake not the best friend 
What if Jake been talking shit about me on the job? Well, you you adding different elements to your, your scenario, bro. You, you gave a scenario, now you adding like additives, like you adding sugar to the whole damn situation. I'm just telling you right now, worry about yourself at work. These people don't care. Okay. Because if you die tomorrow, all they gonna say at work, oh my God, he's dead. He still want that chair. You know what I'm saying? They don't people. Man, they replace you by the end of the week. Man, fuck these people at work. They ain't your friends. I be telling you all the time, these people at work ain't your friends. That's true. That man, sometimes they just crying tears for attention. You got shit. Fuck that shit. You at work. You getting paid to be here. You it's not volunteer. You there to pay a bill. You know what I'm saying? You robbing Paul to pay Peter. Y'all get this. Oh, team building. Man, I just need to work towards a goal. Bro, you want to make this? I got time today? No, nah, I'm just saying. Okay. So you got, seem to got time for it today. I mean, people out there, this is bug me. I see. It's bug me. Okay. Like, fuck a coworker sometimes. I see. That's how they do you. Y'all need a team building project at y'all job. Got fuck that. that. <laughs> <laughs> y'all need some, uh, what's that shit when you fall back when they catch your ass or some shit? I don't trust none of them niggas to I catch see. me. God damn. No, fuck that. No. <laughs> they need to burn some sage in your office. <laughs> shit, they gonna fire alarms gonna go off. Yeah, the whole capital gonna be a, closed. They need a kumbaya shit. session and watch Jungle Book or something. I don't nah, know, man. man. They need to do something. Can't trust none of them, folks. I see. You better get it out. You better get in and get out. Get your money. Anyway, let's get in these topics. All right, so I want to uh, start off with some RIPs, unfortunately. Unfortunately, man. I want to send a special RIP to Pernell Whitaker, a uh, famous boxer. God damn. Uh, put them hands in them people's lives. Uh, the fifth-year-old uh, boxer legend was hit by a car while walking in Virginia Beach on Sunday around 10 p.m. Emergency responders raced to the scene, treated Whitaker, but couldn't save him. Uh, the driver of the car was cooperative with police, and we're told officials do not believe alcohol, drugs, or speed was a factor in the incident. And that's fucked up, man, that because uh, Pernell was an a amazing boxer. Amazing boxer. Like, title belts in, in like, four different weight classes. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the boy had hands, and it's unfortunate, like, a legend go out that type of manner. That type of manner. You know, it's, it's, it's just real fucked up, man. Did you watch any of his boxing matches? I seen a few of them. Like the boy, fast as shit. Right, hands. You know, um, a different type of level of boxer. I mean, he had skills. He had defense. Uh, hand speed. It just wasn't getting hit, man. So, uh, Pernell was a dope ass boxer, man. I hate that he had to go out in that type of manner, but he's, he's definitely, definitely a legend of the game. Man, R.I.P. Bro, for real, for real, for real. R.I.P. Sweet P. R.I.P. That was his nickname? Sweet P. Sweet P. Yeah. Turn up. Yeah, he was dope. Um, Once an R.I.P. out to uh, activist Sadie Roberts Joseph. Uh, she was found in the trunk of her car. Man. Um, and there's news that's dropped. They found the alleged killer and the reasons behind the motive behind it. I don't think... They saying that he was a, he was a tenant in one of her rental homes and he was behind on his rent. Right. Look, there's too many activists 
black activists who's who are being murdered and killed in these random ass ways and you're going to put it on another black man because he's behind his rent. Facts. It's not the first time a black man been, been behind his rent. It just don't make sense. It don't really add up. Like, you would, you would, this would happen to a pillar in her community, a staple in her community, somebody people look up to. Right. And you're going to treat her like she's a, a, a dirty rug. It feel like a plant. It feel like. It, it feel like they just planted on somebody. I'm like, going to put this on somebody because we don't want to He no was smoke. behind on his taxes. I've been pretty mad at some shit. Yeah. I'm not just gonna kill Miss Sadie. Yeah, I mean the dude they planted on. He had prior offense and shit. They brought up all his old records. Like he a terrible person. I don't give a fuck. I don't think I don't somebody you. gonna just kill their. It their don't landlord make sense for behind a rent because being right. behind a rent is some shit motherfuckers go through. Right. What killing her gonna do with your rent? With your rent, like you ain't gotta pay it's it no more. Still gonna be up now. You about to get evicted because she don't own it no more. You didn't get evicted. You're going to jail, sir. <laughs> so you're not really helping your situation. Well, he didn't know he was going at the time. Man, I don't... It just it, don't make sense. It don't, make it don't sense add me. up. It doesn't feel right. I'm going to treat him like the media does white people when they do a crime in the news. I'm going to bury his name because I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. It don't feel right. I'm so, going to wait till some further evidence come forward. Yeah, so R.I.P. Miss Joseph, man. R.I.P. It's very unfortunate, though. Very much if, you, so. if you look back the number of activists that's been killed over the last few years it's just all, all of a sudden this one the reason behind it because rent like y'all y'all, y'all can't y'all ain't gonna pull the wool over my eyes on this shit something ain't right with this one yeah so it's a little too easy too easy you found the angriest nigga you can find nah B <clears throat> I don't trust it so R.I.P. man R.I.P. So what else is popping in these streets? Um, let's talk about cop on cop crime. An Ohio security guard pulls a gun on the sheriff's deputy in full uniform. Hmm. A security guard. Right. Are oh, you out your league, bro? You out your league completely. You out your league. And uh, oh, oh, I want to give credit for this story too. Uh, I'm just giving to one of the Ohio news outlets. But they reported the Barney Fife Award goes to that's fucked up the, the idiot white security guard in Ohio who was caught on surveillance video pulling a gun on a black sheriff's deputy in full uniform because he, the deputy, was armed. <laughs> yes, you read it right. He got a gun. He got a gun. <laughs> he got a gun. Alan Gaston. A Lucas County Sheriff's deputy. Mind you, they mentioned this motherfucker's name before they mentioned the dude name that pulled the gun. Mm -hmm. Uh, A Lucas County Sheriff's deputy was on duty when he stopped by an IRS agent office in Toledo on May 31st to ask about a letter he he received. As you can see in photos and videos in this post, the deputy was dressed in his full sheriff's uniform with his badge and gun clearly visible when he entered the office. Seth Eklude, the security guard, told Lucas he could only enter the office if he put his gun in his car. Gaston's response was that he couldn't do that because he was still on duty and he decided to leave the office. But this, but that wasn't the right answer as far as the binding fife, Seth Elkalu, officer was concerned. Check out the well, 
Anyway, the, the surveillance you video show. This shade room or some shit. It gotta be. <laughs> it gotta be TMZ because these motherfuckers going in. So in the video, you can see the sheriff's, uh, the deputy go into the office, fully uniformed. Dude said, "You can't enter in with your gun." So he's like, "All right, bet." He calmly walked out. All of a sudden, this Bernie Fife motherfucker self walks out. Put your gun down. Put your gun down. Dude, like, bro, I'm a cop. Right. I'm not putting my gun down. Yeah. And, you know, it's a sad situation where the only thing that actually saved this brother. Mm-hmm. It was a black man. Black man. Oh, shit. It was a black man in a white security guard. Yeah. Only thing to say this brother is the other police officers arrived on the scene. They got to call out as a black man with a gun. That's it. <laughs> so five officers came out the elevator at the same time. Mm-hmm. They saw a fellow cop and they saw a white dude with a gun. Yeah. It was like, who the fuck do we put? The-? And then the hesitation pissed me off too, cause they up there. I don't know who to pull the gun on. Yeah, like bitch, I'm I mean, your boy. Your instinct shows you you got to put it on the nigga. Yeah, but your training and your your badge loyalty lets you know he's it's one of us. God. He's like, and that was split screen. I don't know. Everybody came out the elevator just in the middle, like, what we do? Any one of these motherfuckers can get it. That's all I know right now. That's the black guy. That's the white guy. I was like, this is so racist. And then eventually, one of the white guys finally stepped up, like, hold on, hold on. You put your gun down, sir. What's going on? It's like, yeah, finally. This black man almost got shot while on duty in full uniform. Because he was carrying a pistol in uniform. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of this shit. It was just, it's a disturbing video to watch. It's, it was it was, it was, was out of line. It was completely out of line. All right, so, uh, you know, back when they had the whole uh, Charlottesville incident and uh, the white dude ran into the crowd of people. Mowed down killed, the crowd of people. killed a young lady and injured several other people. Uh-huh. So, uh, he finally has been uh, sentenced. Uh, About damn time. He got sentenced to life in prison. Sound good. Plus 419 years. Sound good. 419 years. <laughs> no, like, he better have Highlander skills. Yo, right. You better drink a lot of water. A lot eat of a lot water. of fruit. Yeah. My nigga, no cigarettes. No unprotected sex. Like, you just not going to survive this 419 years. No, not at all. So, uh, the man's name was Alex Fields Jr. Right. He killed a young lady, Heather Heyer, because she was a white lady. You can't just kill white people. I was about to ask an uncomfortable question. Yes, it, yeah. Do you think he would have got that time if he would just killed that black couple? I, ooh, what well, a couple? No, the the couple died. Died. he pushed his wife out the way. He got his leg broke. Right. Uh, you think he would have got that same time? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to answer those questions. I had to say it, but I know he wouldn't. I don't know. He might got life in prison with, with parole with, with two <laughs> shit and a job opportunity with the Trump campaign. Yeah. So. I mean, he he got what he deserved, man. Facts. I hope you riding hell. Riding hell. But you know, at least there's some justice in that fucking. Some justice was served, unlike the Eric Gardner story. Yeah. As you all know, Eric Gardner, uh, they decided not to file charges against the police officers that choked him out and killed him. No charges would be filed. They had a press conference today. It was, man, it's fucked up. They saw the passion in the daughter. You know, uh, the, her mother or her sister already passed away from the stress of the case and all of it all. 
But, yeah, man, it just breaks your heart. This man should at least lost his job. At the least. At the fucking least. Pulling off an illegal move, you know. You know, and it was like, he sh- and then they actually said, well, he shouldn't have resisted, and, and he should have been in better health. Pitchers <laughs> <laughs> just say he should have been in better health. Hey, look, you know what I'm saying? Look, he's, man, he's if you're going to get arrested, guy. you need to do your push-ups. Yeah, you got to get, get on you the You got to get your neck strong. Yeah, you can't. So you can survive the chokeout. You should be able to survive a chokeout. You should be able to survive a chokeout. Yeah. He was little. It's all the way fucked up. It's all the way fucked up. And more fucked up news, Burger King really trying these damn tacos with these beef patties. They didn't even break up the ground beef. They just put the whole patty in the middle of the taco. Y'all stop eating that bullshit, man. Y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta give a fuck about yourself, man. Stop eating that shit. Facts. I'm gonna try it. Anyway. <laughs> I heard Jiffy fat ass already tried it. I want to send prayers out to my family in New Orleans, I thought you were about to say Jiffy, because he tried that damn Burger King taco. I don't care. He, he eat everything. That motherfucker immune. So I'm Ass and out. I'm not even... He, he all right. I'm not even worried about him. He all right. <laughs> but I want to send prayers out to my family in New Orleans, man, of the hurricane. It it missed New Orleans, right? but it still dropped a lot of rain on them. Mm-hmm. And them pumps is not working like the city say it is. It's and shit's flooded. flooded like a motherfucker. So my prayers go out to my family down in New Orleans. Prayers out to South Arkansas, too. I hope everything's all right with you guys. Yeah. That Delta region is still catching it as well. Yeah. They're pretty bad out. That rain is no joke. None. It fucks up everything. It's a, it's a factor, not factor. Like that rain, it'll stay calm. It's like, you ain't tired? Nigga, stop. I can't. I don't have enough buckets. <laughs> Help me. Stop it. I got a crazy story for you. All right. Detroit cops arrest a police commissioner slash protester at Ruckus Public Meeting. As the title goes, Detroit Police Commissioner Willie Burton was yanked out of his seat and arrested during a public meeting Thursday because the chairwoman wanted him to stop talking. Burton was trying to call out the Board of Police Commissioners for holding illegal committee meetings that neither he nor the public were allowed to to attend. During one of those closed-door sessions, commissioners quietly hashed out a policy for the city's pervasive and controversial facial recognition system. But boy chairwoman Lisa Carter didn't want to hear it. As three police officers dragged Burton to the ground, officers held back protesters, some of whom were wearing masks to show their opposition to facial recognition technology. So they're mad about the facial recognition? Here's what they're mad about. Okay. They had closed session meetings. And not only with these closed session meetings, they made policy and voted on uh, decisions for the city and and certain things got voted into act without the public knowing about it. You're a city official. You can't make those without the public having knowledge about yeah. it. Yeah. Point blank period. Is this it? You're, you work for the city. You don't work for yourselves. Yeah. So what they did, seven to eight individuals went in the room and said, yeah, we're going to go ahead and approve public uh, recognition software. That's an invasion of privacy for one. Depending on what kind of app. You don't even know what kind of app to use because they had a closed meeting about it. Right. And they voted this policy in the law. And it's in Detroit. 
is of all the corrupt nations to vote on some public <laughs> policies. That's one place I do not want to vote on some public uh, policy shit in private is Detroit. Yeah. Of all places. So, and he protested it and shit, he got his ass arrested for it. The police commissioner got arrested. Yeah. By fellow police officers. That's that's a rough. That's rough one right there. That's as a police officer, and this commissioner is standing up on some real shit. How do you how do you lock this motherfucker up? Somebody told him to do it. You gotta like, do it. Well, she told me to lock you up. I can't disobey, bruh. It's your whole ass boss right here. Boss, you can get it too. Look, they tell me to do it. I gotta do it. Look, Look I appreciate your stance. I got a job to do, bro. Gotta, I'm not getting fired. <laughs> you got to go that way. <laughs> you get, you gonna get fired either way. They put them handcuffs on and be like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." She told me to do it. Yeah, he, he violated the mean rules. So yeah, that's that's pretty fucked up and crazy. Yeah, they had a story about Russell Wilson. I got this off of Twitter. So I admit, it might not be true. Okay. Russell Wilson played off all of uh, Future's child support to his baby mama. Now, I'm trying to find an actual source to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but if this is true. Okay. Russell's probably. He the, did buy her bastards. He's probably the captain of, the of, save of Petty. It's oh. not a save hole. They married. Well, they married. They married. She was saved. So. He probably the captain of Petty if he paid off Future's baby mama's ch- back child support. Yeah. Now, uh, I, I I Googled it. You know, Google's the devil. Uh, is it Petty or Sucker? How's that Sucker? How's that Sucker? It ain't your baby. It, it, I mean, the, 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 baby, the, baby, the baby that Sierra has, uh, that he's taking care of, Future's child. Right. It's not his baby. He's still taking care of him. He, he paid off his other baby mama's child support. Oh! I thought you were talking about he paid off Future's child support. No, he told her to take a, take a kid off of child support. Like, we don't need the support. He's struggling to make it. He needed more money more than we do. Right. And then the, the story I saw, he went back and paid his baby mother's back child support. Oh, that, yeah, that is. That's the king of pity. Now, I apologize. He's, now, the story petty. is not true. Twitter is on their shit. But that's probably the pettiest shit. That's 50 cent level. That's 50 cent level, Patty. That's 50 cent level. Because you know, baby. Russell just got that check. Yeah. He got that bag. He got that bag right now. I, I, would, I would applaud this man if he did some shit like that. And then, if I was future, Russell got to run me that fade. I, I need that five minutes. Like, you're going to have to have a fight. conversation with him. I need to fight this man because you're you embarrassing to, me you, in public. You, you doing unnecessary shit in my business. I didn't do this that. This ain't your problem. baby mama. This ain't your wife. <laughs> And you got some unnecessary shit going. Like I ain't even, I ain't even say nothing, blood. Like right, you know, I don't know. But I hope it's true. I hope future run up on Russell, because Russell gonna beat the brakes off of future. You dog. think so? How not? Russell is an NFL player. NFL player. Future sit perk and lean all fucking day. What are you gonna day. do to this nigga, dog? Come up with a gun. Uh, I mean, shit. That's, that's <laughs> true. That's, you're going to have to. You're going to have to. You're going to have to. You're going to have to, bro. Yeah. 
You better run up with the gun. You better run. No, you better not even announce you running up. You just better shoot him in the leg. But like, so that chick you was so proud of. You know what I'm saying? That's gone. Future got too much to lose. Shoot a nigga. Way what? too much. He take care of his kid. I ain't fucking up my bad. Yeah, that's a bad. Nah, that's fucked up. I hope it's true though. I hope it's true. <laughs> the better in us hopes it's true. I hope it's true, man. That'd be funny as fuck if it was. God damn. Can you imagine? I, shit, I applaud the nigga. Thank you, bro. You don't know how bad it was for me. My nigga. My nigga. You know what? Let's go out to lunch, bro. Uh, drinks on me, man. Drink shot. <laughs> Power lunch hour, man. Let's listen to the podcast. Let's just hash this shit out, Yo, you, man. You, you can even bring my son with you. This shit. Bring my son with you, man. Bring his little ass on with Put you. Put him man. in the Superman like outfit. Like it. Hey, come on out, bro. He go home with you and everything. Yeah, bring the man. outfit I bought him three years ago that don't fit no more. When? Yeah. Thank you, bro. You don't know how much he was in my shit, bro. It was hell. Future like, hey, Sierra, I talk a lot of shit, but you got you a good you one. Got you a good you one, got man. you a good one, bro. You got you a good one, girl. <laughs> hey, that nigga right there. That nigga right there is a true stand-up dude. A solid nigga right solid there. Solid bro right there, man. He a solid cat, man. I'm a Seahawks fan. Man, I'm, I'm going all the games. <laughs> I'm on the sidelines. Let's go, baby. What's up? You got this. Yeah, so. If it's not true, it's a good story. It's a great story. Yeah. What would you do? Would you pay off? If you wanted to be the king of petty, and you had the bag to do it, would you pay off your chick's baby no, I, I wouldn't do it. No. I wouldn't do it. I think, I think Russell has more motive to do it because Future talks so much shit in his music about Sierra. Right. So you disrespecting my wife. Right. And you're not taking care of your kid. Like, that's more than me trying to come at you as like, motherfucker, this, that, and third. Right. I'm just going to clown you. I'm just going to clown you. So he has motive to do it. It's not like he's just fucking with Future for no reason. Like, mm -hmm. Future is, is he, he talks a lot of shit about Sierra and his music. Right. So, See, I don't listen to Future enough to know. It yeah. all just sound the same. You just got to listen to it. Yeah. Eventually, you'll understand them. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do it off of no just on GP, but right on a petty level. Petty yeah, level, you do. I do. I definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, hit him where it hurts. Make sure you know. Yeah. Well, I only got one more story, and uh, it's gonna be that person you don't like to talk about. Let's talk about Mr. Robert Kelly. Kells. Kells. Yeah. Robert Kelly was in court for his bun hearing, shackled at his ankles and wearing an orange jumpsuit, and will remain behind bars for the time being. As we all know, uh, R. Kelly has been arrested again on uh, the same charges. As his lawyer said, it's the same charges. We're here again. Like, bro, you really can't keep saying it's the same charges. And we're here again. You got to get a better speech. So, you know, he kidnapped girls and shit. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. And uh, the Savage family showed up looking for their daughter. Allegedly. And they allegedly said that the family took a payoff, so they ain't got their damn daughter. But whatever. Now, uh, this is the thing, though. It's a lot of this girls is, this missing. Is, this is what we're missing Find out, out black story. girls. Allegedly. The, the feds slid down on his ass. It got real. The feds is on his ass. The feds like, look, we sick of these. So it's a, it's a different story now. So right. when, the, when the feds on you, they on you. They already on you. And like and all his, a lot of his coworkers allegedly turned in 
tapes, sex tapes of him with these new bitches. Over 20 videos of him having sex with underage girls. And they all and, say it's him. And There's no denying. They say This is the fucked publicly. up part. This is the fucked up part. Why now? Why would you turn it? Because you had these videos the whole You've been time. At these. Now the money's run dry. Right. There's no loyalty because the the loyalty was the money. Right. The money's gone. Now it's like, oh yeah, he's been doing he's this. Been Here's doing the videos. This shit. Man, you was sick as the motherfucker that's doing it. You dropped the VH1 shows. Okay, now we can get some money off this. No, I just think that. I mean, I hate. I'm I'm happy that eventually it comes to a head that mm-hmm. his 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 lifestyle caught up with him. It should have happened. Damn it. 20 years ago. 20 years ago. But before it's fucked up that these people enabled him to do this shit for so long now that he ain't got a pot to piss in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we got something on him. Give it to him. Right. Let's beat this horse while I'm going to help y'all take, you know, take Kelly out. No, y'all should have been took you Kelly out. Should have been took Kelly out a long time ago. You knew he was a sick, pervy motherfucker. And it's not even, you know, it's not even... Uh, a feel good story for me because you know I, you know how I feel about R. Kelly. It doesn't feel good because the time it took for him to get to this point, you know how Way much shit long. he done. Way too long. You know how much shit he done since then. Right. He got twenty videos out. You know how many was after? How many after video. the whole original video? You can treat came that out? like a uh, whole facts. Multiply it times three. So imagine what we don't see, right? Or don't know about. So it didn't get filmed. All y'all R. Kelly fans who think I just be hating on chaos, man, your boy is a sick person. Sick. And people are coming out the woodwork explaining now he's a sick person, but we been knew that. Been on. We been knew that. And it's just like, all right, cool, we got him now. I'm happy. Yeah. Fuck R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly and all that bullshit. And we been told you allegedly he did that shit. Been told you. That's good news for me. That's all I got. It's really light news day for me over here. I'm on vacation mode. That's all I got too, bro. Hey, I like that shit. Shot tip your bartender. We'll be right back. Cupid's Lingerie has been in business for over a decade. We aim to be your choice retailer of apparel and adult novelties. We strive to provide a professional, mature, and open-minded atmosphere so that our customers can learn not only about our products, but about themselves as well. Our in-store sales associates will gladly assist you, whether it be finding the right outfit for a romantic evening or seeking a little buzz in the bedroom. For online shoppers, you can hit us at shopcupids.com. If you have any other questions or or inquiries, please come into the store and visit us. We aim to provide our customers a discreet, informative, and enjoyable shopping experience. ShopCupids.com Now let's get back to the show. Papa Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages at 1901 South University, Little Rock, Arkansas has the best deals in town on all your adult beverages. Now listen up, Papa Top has anything you need, from Doucet to Bombay, from Cognac to a 30-pack. Also stop in on Thursdays, get 20% off all your variety of wines to wind down your weekend. So talk to our good friends at Papa Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages. Let them know the Power Lunch Hour sent you and have a great, great weekend. Let's get back into it. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. 
specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys. She can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find her on Facebook or IG, Addicted Craft. Do you know that feeling when you get that fresh new cut with the crisp lines and your self-esteem just shoots through the roof? Well, it's time to get that feeling again with Chris Staff at Throwback Cuts, 102 West South Street, Benton, Arkansas, 722015. Chris is the hairstylist for you. Any designs you can think of from fades to razor lines, from adults, kids, straight razor shaves, he can do it all. Chris Staff at 501-533-4360. Call Chris, book your appointment, get fresh. Now let's get back to it. Act 2. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. Hey. Extend that. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, act two. The movies, TV. Um, Let's see. I watched a lot of TV. Okay. I want to shout out Fast Colors Family Dropped. Now, Fast Colors is an origin story type of movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was a cool little movie for me. It's centered around three black women, uh, three generations of black women. And it just sent I'm giving away too much movie saying that. But it's just, it, it was a dope movie for me to watch. I liked it. I applied it. I really don't understand why the studio said that they had a hard time marketing the video. It was the movie. It was very simple to market. Very simple. It was is better than a lot the, of these regular shows the that we the, see the, all the time. The black people with powers? Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to market it. I remember you talking about that. I was like, bitch, it's right there. Yeah. And it was like, it's literally, it was right there. Like, how you market it? So, um, I'm very disappointed in the way that they handled it. Uh, so, if you get a chance, check out Fast Colors. Just check it for the culture. It's one of the moves for the culture because they had a lot of uh, references in the movie that was towards us and towards our generations. At one point in the movie, they was going through albums, vinyl albums. Mm-hmm. And one of the albums she mentioned, she was like, it's Lauryn Hill. Classic. I was like, hell yeah, okay. Yeah. And then the next album, uh, she was like, it's a Nina Simone album. She said, first of all, at the end of the day, if you're not listening to Nina, Sol- Nina Simone, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. At the end of the day, Nina Simone is the end all of all music. And I was like, she ain't said no lies in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> not one. And then they played such good, it was such a good uh, eclectic movie of our culture Yeah. that was so beautiful. And that's what I loved about it. it, it that only... They didn't just talk about um, superpowers. It's origin stories. So they talk about the family, how the family became the superpowers. And they talk about this book that all the women of the family kept. It was like a, their own diary. Yeah. Well, you know, back in our day, 
you know, we didn't, we weren't allowed to keep records per se. You couldn't. So you couldn't. You, you couldn't. You couldn't so you had to, to use the Bible, yeah. that family, that big, that big white Bible everybody <laughs> used, and you write your your family lineage in that book. But not only in this book, it was a diary of their powers and the family what they went through with the powers. So it just it was so many glimpses of and uh, our history and in a micro spasm of a movie, how much information they gave to us. It was a beautiful thing for me to watch. Okay. I really enjoyed it. So shout out Fast Colors. Yeah. I was very proud of that work, the project. Uh, I apologize on behalf of the people for them not knowing how to properly market you. You know, your story should have been heard on a larger screen, and that's a shame. Yeah. Now, uh, now it's not going to be no action-packed movie. Don't get it twisted. But it had its moments where... Uh, you was like, yeah, I get it. And it was an was origin story type movie for me. Yeah. So that's why I give the origin story a title. And they left room for growth. But honestly, yo, it's a dope movie. It's a cool little movie. It's your normal little suspense type movie. But it, it's the origin story for people with powers. If that's that cool. makes sense. Yeah, so... Check out Fast Colors if you get a chance. It's out on DVD. Okay, what else I watch? Um, shout out uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I told y'all Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are back. And it's a great storyline right now. We got an extra free season. It's going hard. So checking that out. And since we on the Marvel, let me go and get to D.C. We got the Young Justice League. Uh... This back out with their summer series. They have new shows, so check it out. If you're a fan of DC, DC don't make the best movies, but DC Animation is top notch. Really? <laughs> it go hard. Okay. DC Animation team, them motherfuckers get their money's worth. They work that overtime and they make this shit happen because DC Animation movies go hard. That's like with Batman and shit. Yes, okay. good job. I'm hey, very proud of you, you know right what? now, bro. You, know? you make me very proud. Like, I feel like I've done something here. Here, here for it. Yes. Y'all yeah. see that shit? He even got the right coloring book. Y'all, y'all know this is growth. This is real right now, right? This is real. Yeah. Do you know this motherfucker would just say X Men, X Men, like it's okay? Yeah. Everything is X Men. Everything is. He just. He made the correlation. Mm -hmm. He made the shit happen. That's like me knowing sports. I'm very proud of him right now. Appreciate it. Salute, brother. Salute. He just lighting the shit out of these motherfuckers. <laughs> On this mic. Hey, um, another movie, TV show I want to talk about. Uh, we have a lot of anime dropped. Uh... I know a lot of people get confused with the anime circuit. It gets kind of crazy. So what it is, is we have a spring season, a summer season, and then we have the fall goes into winter, but it's still considered just the fall season. So we get a lot of new anime and a lot of anime leaving. So you really just need to read the manga. But for those that I get it, you know, ain't here for that shit. Just you got to be patient and wait your season. There's a lot of changes that just happened and a lot of new shows that are dropping at the same damn time. 
if I had to get any recommendation for the newest animator uh, to watch, I would say Vinland Saga is going to be a good one. Okay. You're going to want to check that bitch out. That motherfucker going to go hard. I think y'all going to like it. Right now, Black Clover is about to spend all the budget because from now until at least a month, maybe even two months from now, it's nothing but fighting every episode. So if you ain't on Black Clover, get caught up on that bitch. It goes hard. Uh-uh. One Piece, uh, we're at the uh, Wano Saga. We're in Japan. We're fighting. Check it out. Catch up on One Piece. I know it's 20 years of history, but hey, One Piece is a good watch. Um, what else am I missing? It's more. Sh- oh, let's talk about our key shows, our fixtures. Did you watch Queen of the South? I did watch Queen of the South. All right, let's talk about it. What you think? Uh, Queen of the South, uh, <laughs> Teresa is a fucking genius. Boss! She a genius. Boss! She made a, a terrible situation that she fucked up, her team fucked up on. Her team fucked up, but she didn't know their team fucked up. She thought, you know, they crossed her. Right. And Technically, they did. Well, though, the, the mayor governor made it seem like right. they crossed her. But her team member... Crossed her. Well, him. I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm right. talking about for the fact that if he wouldn't have did the shit he he did, a lot of the shit that's in play right now wouldn't even happen. That's true. All he had to do was make one phone call. It's not like here's my thing with it. It's like she showed you that she's a benevolent boss. Yeah. And anything can be worked out if we explain the shit. You didn't give her them options. Right. She thought feeling like life is good. Yeah. And she don't even know she got a whole motherfucker missing right now. But go ahead. I interrupted you. I'm I'm saying that. I think that that's true that if that never happened, if 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 the dude on her team didn't didn't kill the guy, mm-hmm. none of the things would fall fell in the place that it hit that did. Right. But one of his team members, one of his main guys died. Right. Because of it. So, it was a, 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 a miniature war going on. Right. But she flipped it to where she got intel on what's going on and got peace to that. That just cho- shows you the true, like, how she's a thinker. Right. The and true genius. It, it's chestnut checkers. It's chestnut checkers, man. Right. She, she squashed the whole beef, made good with them, and, and made them teammates again. What you mean? And then all this extra money Teresa is throwing around, yeah. just for an example, like, I just set this up so, you know, it's an example. They all look like, oh, we got like 500 grand. She looking like, I threw that way. It's chump chain. That's nothing, man. That's nothing, B. Yeah. Like, it's the fact that she can kill his best man, his his right-hand man. Right. And still make it good. Still make it good. And they still on the same it's page. That's genius. That's genius, man. That's genius. Yeah. Now, y'all still wrong as fuck for making the, my, the fire bitch die. You could have let her survive the night fool. Oh, you could have killed the you could have killed the pirate white boy. You know, I'll be I feel sorrow yeah. that the white boy died because he's a G. He been holding it down. Yeah. But uh um, He can go. He can die. He can die. You didn't have to kill my sister like that. And that's wrong. We don't have no positive black representation in this bitch right now. There's a problem with that. Uh I think they gonna uh Join forces and take down the mayor. Was he the governor or the mayor? He the mayor. His ass, his corrupt ass, gotta go. Corrupt. Corrupt as fuck. 
Yeah. Washington Katrina corrupt. So I think it's gonna go down, man. I think uh Quinn South is jumping. I think yes. Teresa just she's just moving so so smoothly. She got no choice but to make moves. And she make a good moves. The only weakness though, I'm gonna tell you, is that that ass uh piano teacher. Yeah, the dude. I don't trust this motherfucker for nothing. He ain't did nothing yet, but on my soul, the in me, it says not to trust him. He he knows too much. Way too much. She's telling him too much. And too much. he's too cool with it. Too cool. Yeah. And who has a house out of a church? Yeah, who stays in the church? Who does that? Yeah. You you obviously a person that has no problem with seeing. That's sacrilegious. But you fucking in the church. Fucking in the church, bro. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't trust it. Yeah, that that, that could be a, hit her downfall. Yeah, he gonna be her downfall once again. And he gonna have to die. He gonna have to. Yeah. Shoot him in the fucking face. Um... You watch Snowfall. Snowfall. Let's talk about me. You know what? The more I watch Snowfall, because I have to watch it multiple times with people that haven't had a chance to catch up on it. So yeah. the more I watch it, the more I just like it. Just in the pit of my soul, from the girth of my loins of, I can't fucking stand that cop that lives next door. Right. I don't like his big ass nose. I don't like his last ears. <laughs> I don't like nothing about this motherfucker. I don't like your guns because they black. They black. I don't <laughs> like you. Yeah. You just take a quick car ride. Look, first of all, bitch, you smell while I got locked up. I ain't got to go no goddamn way. Not only do I have to not go nowhere with you, I'm going to talk shit to you while I get my car and drive the fuck out. Yeah. Not only are you going to drop me off in front of Crackhead House, bitch, I know what I'm doing. I don't think he knew the levels because he, he doesn't see it on a daily basis. Right. He's making moves. And when he sat there and saw it, right. I think it hit him a little different. Right. It made a great point. And yeah. none of them know what he's dealing with. But honestly, your bitch ass trying to give it to me? Nah, because, nigga. Because he has to deal with it. He has to deal with the effects of what he's doing. Fuck you. You shouldn't have locked me up in front of my mama, ho. Yeah. You could have had a real conversation. Nobody told you to go snitch on your coworkers with me. Well, they had a real conversation. So, I think that... Yeah, he was just mad because he smashed that nigga daughter. Yeah. That's all that was. I, I get it. Yeah. I, you know, they got to get locked up. But still, she was coming for it. I think uh, Snowfall start off, it's going to be a good episode, a good season. Hell, me and Busy have a new name for it. What is it? It's going to be... It's no longer Snowfall. The new name is going to be called... Oh, and shout out Tico. We always hear when we came up with the name. Uh-huh. It's going to be called Snowfall on the Bluff. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't come on, lad. <laughs> Snow, <laughs> Snowfall on the Bluff. Snowfall on the Bluff. I got to watch uh, Snow on the Bluff. <laughs> you ain't say that? I we was over here. I, I, we, we had Snow on the Bluff parties, bro. We, right. We, I've seen it a hundred times. I, I, say, I think I know you seen Snow on the Bluff. I got to see it again. Right. It's the greatest, worst movie ever. Greatest, worst movie on earth. Yeah. But So we have named it now Snowfall on the Bluff. You got to say the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. So now it's Snowfall on the Bluff. But so Snowfall going hard. Yeah. Um, I, I posted it and I've said it many a time. I do not like that DA bitch. Yeah, because she's playing both sides. She works my last fucking nerve. And her face is weird. It's weird. And them ears. Oh, 
I got a problem with her ears. It's just weird. Like her hair long enough, you could cover the ears. Right. Cover the ears. And they choose not to. Cover the ears. And not only that, she played a snake ass bitch so well. It's yeah. like, bitch, you do this in your regular life. <laughs> you too good at it. You too good at it. I don't like you. Yeah. But yo, that cocaine finally gave my brother a heart attack, bro. Do do it out of that. They fucked him up with they that cocaine. They fucked him up with that cocaine. For yeah. why? For why? Yeah, they, they fucked him up. Too hey, much coke. Way too much cocaine. You can't heal from that. No. Ain't no healing. His body all fucked up. And they all went dead in jail. Who? The the people that gave him all that cocaine, they either dead or in jail now, right? Uh, I don't remember. I think they got turned in. I think they did in jail or something. It ain't good for him. Nah. Yeah, so what you think about him approaching the Mexican dude, trying to get him to reconnect with the ex-chick that left him? Well, if you want to be back friends with her, you know, get close to her family. Yeah. How you feel about that whole scenario? That's a dangerous situation, though, man. Uh-huh. Because you can't cross nobody like that and try to come back. Right, you try to come in the family. Yeah, and the family is, is, is got tied. Like, like why this thing over here? Yeah. Did we not? Did we not send our invite list? You can't trust. I mean, you know, niggas do crazy shit over over pussy. So right. I, I mean, I don't think it's a good idea at all. But you gotta find you. You have no outlet. You have no lane right now. Right. You gotta get back in the game. Somehow. And we gotta remember, this is not in real life. It's not in real time. Mm-hmm. This is based off of actual events that are, have already occurred. Mm-hmm. So with this kind of signifying is that it's the establishment of those lines, you know, with the cartel running that dope. Yeah. Of the this, this already happened. Yeah. We can't, you know, it's going to happen. So now we're going to see what, what did it take? To get there. To get there. Nigga chasing pussy. Yeah. You know what? We can't make this cocaine get over this border quicker. And we, this is the establishment. This is the beginning of how the idea of a tunnel was made. <laughs> how one man escaped in a luxury tunnel from prison. Yeah. I don't, would you Would you go back? Would you make that connection? No. Nah, I've learned my lesson now. <laughs> Some things, hey, if it's. She's got to let some things go. She's, if she leave you yeah. and don't say shit to you, yeah, you got to let that shit go. Yeah. You can't, no, yo, you losing fights for no reason at this point. Literally. Yes. Getting your ass beat at the bar. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got more self-esteem than that. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Not going to be able to do it. It's crazy how uh, his mother is, like, all in now. I love it. Yeah. I love it, but I'm mad at the same damn time. Because it's like, oh, we could have been doing this shit from jump. But nobody wants that baby selling Nobody wants it. But she, she said, ooh, baby, when I seen your ass whoop in jail, I knew at that moment I was on your team. <laughs> <laughs> You know you got your ass whooped. Your mama said, baby, let's sell this cocaine. Shit, I can't see you get your ass whooped like that again. Right. (laughs) So, you know, it's crazy though, but his mom's influence, it actually 
regulated the business a lot. It balanced it out because yeah. he has purpose now of what he's working for and what he has to keep up. You know, it, it's making him work hard. You know, he was getting the shit from jump easily. It was being handed to him and the ideas, and he was just reacting. Yeah. And he was he was smart the way he reacted, but he was just really reacting. And now he has enough information; he gets to dictate how he what's the rules and how he wants to react. And he kind of was overplaying his hand by telling the white boy, "Like, aren't you? You could have played that shit off way better, my G." I'd be like, "Hey, you got me out of jail? What you mean? I thought you was muted and shit." He had like, "Oh, I thought you was a cop. Ah, come on, that goddamn. Right. I know you British, but you a better actor than that." Yeah, the he, fuck? He, he played his hand. Well, he, he got too comfortable. Got way too comfortable. Got too comfortable. Way too comfortable. And then he let the white boy talk too crazy, and he don't realize the power he has. He he don't have no power right now, though. He does. He doesn't. He does. Well, he doesn't. Well, it's like he doesn't know the power he, he has. That's what I'm saying. But at the same time, if you play, if you in his shoes, he he doesn't. He have, doesn't know that he has. He doesn't power. have enough juice to approach him like that. Right. Yeah. But, you know, that's what I'm saying, that this new move, the way the structure is, it's going to force him to realize, wait. You need me. You need me. I'm doing this real groundwork for you. Yeah. The only reason why you raise this price for me because you know I can get it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we're going to play this play. You overplaying your hand. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, you need to secure your foundation. Way more. What you think about her uh, going to uh, talk to Claudia? Ooh, Claudia thick ass. Ooh, she still got it, Lord. She might have a little migraine with it, but she still got that ass. <laughs> um, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta secure bridges. Like, you know, it's on her mind, and she feel like she needs to have that conversation. Right. You know, and they did rob that nigga Jarvis. They robbed all the speakers and shit. They just robbed his whole store. Cause Claudia was trying to make a point. It, it was, was it Claudia that did it? Yes. I thought it was uh the young cat. No. The, 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 the corner boy. No. When she was walking with Franklin to the car. Yeah. She was telling him like, yeah, I talked to my car friends. You know the car friends in the other season. Yeah. She said I talked to my Claudia friends. There was Claudia's people that took you. Mm. And Claudia was still mad because she keep me in migraines. Claudia did that shit so she could get Lou to come back over there and see her. And then Lou fed the bitch the heroin. I like how did you skip weed and cocaine and go straight to heroin? Right. So that's why Lou went over there to talk to Claudia. She's like, look, bitch, we did what we did. It was what it was. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But you got to let this shit go because that nigga find out it was you. He can shoot this old motherfucker up. Yeah. And uh, she was like, bitch, just give me this heroin. Still love you. Let me show you this pussy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's what that was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she know Claudia. That's why. That's what brought over the Claudia's crib. Yeah. She was trying to like, look, girl, we got to stop this. This nigga with this Jerry curl ain't playing. And you know what I'm saying? Cruising down the street in my six four. This <laughs> nigga is gonna fuck this whole shit up, bitch. Trust me, he don't give a fuck. And I don't want to see that nigga dead. I don't want to see you dead. Yo, we gotta let this past be the past. We got into it. You was disrespectful. I was disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Do you know what these migraines like, nigga? Well, you should have came every wrong, bitch. Came every all the way wrong. All the way wrong. Them hands you would have beat my ass if I didn't fight back. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so you got to catch this headaches, but bitch, get weed. Leave this heroin alone. And then she made the girl put an injector into it. That was crazy. Yeah. That's a different type of psychological warfare. My enemy, uh, my enemy that I love, I'm still going to make them poison me. And I know it's poison. And we all know it's poison because you cooked the coke. That's a whole different level. Yeah, Snowfall rocking though, man. Snowfall moving. Came out the gate. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is one of the best summer shows we got right now. You got uh, Snowfall, Queen of the South, and Queen Sugar. My top three summer shows right now. I get y'all that. Check them out. Dub shows. Dub shows. And of course, the anime. Right. <laughs> the anime is a whole different breed. We can talk about that off air. It has, that's, we can talk about anime for days. Y'all know what I'm fucking with. But uh, yeah, that's all my uh, TV shows. Music. I have music news for a change. Okay, get out of here. I know. I got two albums I listen to. What you got? First and foremost, I got to give it up to the Grandmaster. The King Della Creme. Big Crit. Yeah. His full album drop. Yeah. Shit solid, man. Dope yeah. ass album. Dope. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that. I just want to drive in my car on the road. Dallas, somebody, I'm coming to holler at you just because I got something to listen to. And don't forget, I'm on the road. Yeah. That's a solid ass album. The Big Crit album is hard. That big crit album go hard, bro. Uh, I'll, he hasn't dis- disappointed me yet, and it's just so south, man. Like big crit hasn't lost. He he still gives you that. He still got it. He still gives you that. He still uh, got it. UGK. Yes. Outcast feel like yes. Outcast with the skits. Yeah, all and, of that uh, shit. It's just it's just so southern from the intro to the ending, baby. And outro. I appreciate that because you Thank don't you. you have to conform yourself. Just stay in your lane and. You know, he, he. I just think that you know, dreads. Big Crit is really uh, a treasure as far as Southern rap, right? Lyricist, mm-hmm. uh, producing, like I mean, Crit give it to you. And J Cole jumped in that motherfucker. J Cole got in that bitch. It, it, he had a, a lot of good features. That's a dope track. The Bum B, you know, you know what my my fucking favorite track is. That Texas. Yeah. Oh shit, that motherfucker bang, bro. Oh goddamn, that bitch bang in the car. Shit. Shout out Big Crit. One time for Big Crit. Yeah, salute, man. That that album was just oh, it's so real. It was something. It was so timely. That's the better word I want to say. Cause my, no shade, no shade to my down south artists, but I ain't had that feel, that vibe right there in a minute. Yeah. And a lot of our people that used to bring that vibe, that down south vibe like that, they ain't dropping like they used to. Yeah. So I applaud that man, <clears throat> for real, for real. Uh, I heard Summer Twister, but I ain't finished it. I gotta go back. Shout out Twister. But you know who I listened to? That was a shock to me. Who's that? But I have to applaud. Who's that? I applaud this Queen Trina, who dropped a new album. Really? Trina dropped a new album. And here's the thing I like about female artists. 
you know, we they get compared to a lot of men. Then they just throw females together where they fighting with other chicks. Yeah. And this particular artist, Trina, I've never heard Trina really beef with no real chicks. And everybody cool with Trina. Like, no, nah, that's my girl. She cool as shit. You know, there's no beefs like that. But Trina, on this album, she talking her shit. She calling niggas out, bitches out. She calling motherfuckers out, talking her shit. She in her bag. How to get Trina props? It's 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 the Hot Girl album this year. Yeah. And it's the theme, and I get that. But still, oh, I I, I fucks with it. I had no Trina. I had no Trina drop one. Trina drop album. She got this song with Nicki Minaj called Baps or something. Yeah. She kind of all them niggas. She either might have fucked, did fuck, or whatever. Yeah. And she addressed all of it <laughs> in one verse. I was like, damn. <laughs> Shit. She said, yeah, I'll fuck Wayne. I got that bag, though. Yeah, I, that niggas wanted to fuck. I didn't uh, do nothing but get that bag, though. I was like, damn, this man talking shit. No shit. So, you know, shout out Trina. You know, hey, salute. Uh, uh, Lil' Kim and Maya got that little TV show going something on the cruise. I ain't checked it out yet. I don't know. I, I don't mean, they're going to roast the fuck out of Lil' Kim. Like, man, Lil' Kim showed up at the beach with the gold boots for that, uh, you know, when you do the little jetpack with the water. Yeah. She showed up at gold boots for the jetpack and water. Everybody like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? <laughs> and the bitch, and my girl Kim, she, she dived in the water hard. She Are got we- up. <laughs> You know, so she died hard, man. Yeah. It, it was bad. She got up, though. She shook that shit off, and she was in that damn jetpack with them gold-ass boots. I was like, I don't know how the fuck you pulled this off. Motherfucker, your little ass did that shit. So shout out Kim. But I got great news. My last music story. Yeah. Missy Elliott coming with a new album, baby. Really? Yes. I'm coming soon. I seen the album work. Seen the album art. Yeah. You know, dope as shit. Shout out Missy. Shout out to Missy. I've been waiting for Missy to drop some new shit. Missy is a pioneer. She does that. She gave the anthem for our childhood between like high school and college. She was part of that little culture that gave us a whole soundtrack. Yeah. So shout out Missy. I'm here for it. I'm ready to see what she's going to drop because I know she ain't going to fail me. I know she not. Look, that pussy in there fail her. I know her music won't fail me now. I'm all the way here for it. I'm all the way here for it. Shout out, Miss. One time for Missy. And that's my music news. I, I know, right? This this doesn't happen often that I have music news. So I listened to uh, the Mustard album. DJ Mustard dropped the album, uh, Perfect 10. Okay. He got a lot of dope features on it. It's like, it's like a Khaled album, you know. Right. Producer dropping with artists on You know, on producers there. ain't really rapping or spitting shit. It's um the track of Nipsey is hard. R.I.P. to Nipsey. Uh, I even like the one with Migos. I'm not really a Migos fan, but you know they ride the fuck at the beat. Bookmark Nipsey Hustle. I got a story about that. Okay, go ahead. Um, but uh, I listened to the Mustard album. It was it was it was legit. I I fucks with it. It was mm-hmm. nice. Um, any any notables? Any standout tracks that you were like, shit? I gotta bump that again. The one with Nipsey, the one with Amigos. Okay. I like them too. Those Amigos. Are. Yeah. Amigos. Um, I mean Amigos. I ain't listen to nothing else. I'm still listening to that uh that Dreamville 
How was that? The one with uh, Rich Rich. Uh, J. Cole and the, and the company? Yeah. We spoke about it last week. It was, right. it was nice, man. I okay. mean, I still ride to it. I still rock it. I still listen. I still hear songs that I heard the first time that I didn't like that, you know, they grew on me, but it's an actually nice compilation of different type of talent. Mm. And I fuck with Shout it. Shout out Area Lennox. Lennox, did I say her name right? She has a dope vibe, bro. I like her. I like her vibe. That Shea Butter going hard right now. We was talking about um, like female rappers like beefing and shit mm-hmm. or rapping. You know, J- Jermaine Dupree got himself in some heat lately because he's talking about, they asked him about, you know, who's the best female rapper. And his comment was, I really can't tell because they all rapping the same. It's, 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 it's not really bar. It's just like stripper rap. And you know they just all who who can rap like the best stripper. I wish y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> and you know he, he caught a lot of, lot of slack for that. So, what you think about that? Like him saying all the female rappers just. All know. right, here see Jermaine. One thing I'm learning in my new role as assistant PIO is that you have to have a diplomatic reply to damn near every question you're asked. And your best way out of that question from jump would have just been said, Debrat, and been <laughs> done with the shit. You could have actually sidestepped your way out of this whole conversation and shout out your best artist that brought you all those platinum plaques and gold plaques from jump. You should have just said, Debrat, and been done with it. And, and then motherfuckers that have a whole argument about that. But guess what? You've been back to your artist. You'd have been after questioning, and now you're trying to start your whole little show. Now you got back in the middle of the motherfucking shit. I just think that for a, a person of Jermaine Dupri's caliber mm-hmm. and who's a staple in the, in the culture, he has to he has to speak on the culture. He and does, if, if but he, he does. If he if he feels that way, I think it needs to be said. Like, if all the rappers out here, right. all the female rappers out here right now, I ain't say all of them, but the ones right. that's, like, popping or on, at the top right now. Right. And um, I'm not mad at him for saying it. I'm not mad at him at all. At all. Now, don't get it twisted. He said some real shit. And I'm just saying to keep yourself out of the bullshit. You yeah. just went with the bread. Yeah. But if you want to, if, since we talking about it, let's talk about it, though. I mean, what is this music? I mean, it's a lot of, I mean, I wouldn't call it stripper rap because uh, all the female rappers are not talking about like Cardi B doesn't talk about stripper rap. She really does. And it's more than. I stripper mean, she says she's stripped and she year out, but, but not, still, she's not, not talking about it. You know, the city girls is not. It's not city rap. It's just you know, it's about breaking niggas' dollars and breaking shit. Breaking niggas' dollars. You know, Megan Megan Stallion is kind of stripper rappish because she you know talk about you know getting work, money from work, niggas. Work, work, twerk, I, I just twerk, think twerk. that. There's a lane for mm-hmm. that's going Everybody. on right now with female rappers. Right. And uh, niggas like it. Right. And I don't want to be confused now. We're not bagging on you ladies. Because let's not forget, these niggas been talking shit about you bitches and how they throwing money at you for years. So I ain't mad at your motherfucking come up at all. I ain't mad at your lane, none of that shit. So don't think I'm coming at you. You know what I'm saying? I kind of like when a chick is aggressive and talking that shit on the raps. Because I'm like, yeah. about time. Shit, yeah. speak up for your boy. I hate to see domestic violence. 
even in rap lyrics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Speak up for yourself. But uh, yeah, it, it it sometimes I get what he's saying though. Yeah. Cause sometimes it just gets to a like twerking twerking on nigga. Bye bye bye. Oh oh okay, cool. Yeah, and right now that's the thing. And I think if we, I mean, eventually, eventually, that topic gets stale. Right. And you know it be will uh, it? I think it it's will. never gonna die. It's an endless cycle. No, nah, because there's been female rappers who don't talk about, you know, right. selling, you know, breaking niggas' dollars and, and, and fucking niggas, and, right. you know, the whole empowerment shit. You know, right. actual female rappers that they just spit lines spit and shit. Real line. So I think it's a, a fad right now, and, you know, Here's it's, been, my th- it's been going on for a long time, but right. eventually it will get over that. Here's my thing with that, though. And if we're going to really talk about it, uh, a lot of those same queens that spoke their truth and kept it 100 and shit are subjugated at this point you know, to be hosting BET Awards. What you mean? I mean, like the MC Lights, the Queen Latifahs. You know, they, they're held in high regards and, and it's dope. But the recognition you see a lot of their counterparts get is it, it, really a difference. But MC Light not rapping no more. Quinnity for not rapping no more. They're not, but a lot of these other motherfuckers not, but they still bring them back for that same uh, comeback specials. Now I, that's a different topic, though. You talking about people that who's been in the game who are still noted rappers? Right. Okay. Who are me, you know me, are still you know right? You got respect for them, right? But the current hot female rappers are in this type of lane that they're rapping about. Well, okay. Well, let me switch gears a little bit. All right. So, but the female conscious rappers, if that's such a lane. I don't know. What's it mean, the female conscious rapper? The female conscious rapper. The females that are not rapping about stripping, breaking niggas for dollars. This is really rapping on about female empowerment, though. You know, it's just, you know, speaking they shit. You know, really just throwing bars out there. Yeah. Where is their lane? Where is their recognition? Where is their, you know what I'm saying, their spot? Because eventually they just get pushed off to where we give them a respect, bro. We respect them as queens, but they don't have no shit. Are you, okay, your reference, are you refer, referring that to like Queen of Teeth and MC Light? I'm talking about just, the, the, just them because they're the ones that's just readily known. Right. But... Where are where's the respect for the the female rappers besides the ones everybody's paying attention to the ones that's just talking about twerking and shit right now just breaking niggas without a stripper. Yeah. But what, we have conscious rappers, female rappers out there. Where is their uh, where's their do? Where's their where's their lane? How would they actually? I'm asking how would they actually get their recognition with it? How would they get their props? Like I said, eventually that I think. It there everybody has a, a a a lane like you could be the popular rapper mm-hmm. and speak about you know selling dope and this and that third like like Hove or you can be a lyricist and you still get your respect like a Common mm. like Common wasn't he didn't conform to that right. and he still get respect as a rapper right so I think that if you still put your work in and stay true to your your your, your craft mm. people respect you as as that. Shout out coming, new album dropping. So I don't think you have to conform. Selling dope and spending money is right. always gonna be a good thing. Right. 
as far as rap. Right. So if you if you got skill and speak on like Nas, Nas ain't all about the spending money. He still right. spit on shit that's that's relevant. He still got a lane for himself. So mm-hmm. the the female rappers who sp- talk about breaking niggas dollars and, and you know sexual, they they got the lane right now. But you you will have the the rappers who actually give you bars and you will get respect in your own field. The dollars might not reflect it, but you know stay true to your craft though. Facts. I got two questions. Okay. All right. First one. Uh, will there be? It's been twenty years. Will there be another caliber of Lauren Hill? One a, a a chick that's giving you your bars and giving you a whole a segment. And second part of that question is there not necessarily Lauren Hill, but is there somewhat of a version? Is there a chick right now that you listen to that's giving you that? Oh, every day is Drake. Is that that? It's Drake. What you talking about, man? Drake is the next Lord Hill. What are we even talking about, dog? That's not even a question. (laughs) So, yeah, that's that's. (laughs) It's Drake. What's the question? Drake. Drake. I don't know if there'll ever be a, a. I know there's there's female artists out there that's giving us act like I'm gonna say action music, but spitting bars. But as far as Lauren Hill, I don't know. If there's the lane. Did you say Drake? Yeah. <laughs> Rapping and singing, man. <laughs> that's where it's at. But I don't know. It's gonna be hard for them to break through this this mold because. <laughs> The generation or the the culture these women are building mm-hmm. is so strong. Right. It's gonna be hard for it's a female rapper to break through and be like, "This is the new wave." Right, right, right. You're gonna have to take somebody who's really uh, already had the accolades to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who's gonna jump out there and, and try to do it. <laughs> Drake. So, right. Ah, it's funny. God damn. Man, what else? What else you bump? What else? Anything else you listen to? Anybody else drop some dope shit? I, I know our music director was in our shit, but I just look over there. I feel like he just talking to you when he cussing people out. So I'm like, he just talking to uh, I'm something else. He ain't got nothing to do with me. I ain't do that with this. Yeah, I fucked up. Players fuck up all the time, B. <laughs> I appreciate the update, though. Uh, Motherfucker go- came from an angry place. We gonna, we gonna uh, obviously step <laughs> over that shit. So, players fuck up, man. I ain't let them talk to me like that, nigga. I swear to God, I ride down to you. We fight. Yeah. What you not gonna do? So it's been reported that uh, you know, R.I.P. the Bushwick Bill. R.I.P. He passed away, and uh, Willie D, a member of the uh, Ghetto Boys, did not attend the funeral. Mm. And they asked him about it, and he was like, "He didn't like me, and I ain't like him." That's real. That's real as shit. So, would you feel some type of way? Like, would you attend a funeral with somebody you've been in a group with so long that's being like him? Is he wrong for not attending Bushwick Bill's funeral? I like your ass, but I'm going to the funeral. That's understandable. That's understandable. That's my nigga. I mean, how can be your nigga if you don't like him? 
How is this working? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> nah, I'm saying that. Nah, I'm bullshit, yeah. Real talk. I have something else, my nigga. That's not starting no room with. <laughs> Honestly, though, man, I mean, at the end of the day, shit. I mean, the man already passed away. He passed away. He, he ain't going to know you went there. I mean, he ain't going to know you was there. I mean, why can't you just show up for solidarity purposes? And just, you yeah. know, y'all know y'all was a group. Yo, your partner running for city council. If nothing else, just for solidarity purposes, just show up. Yeah. And just be like, yo, put that fake. You know, a lot of times I know we all feel like we play ourselves by putting on that fake fucking smile. You know, showing up for events or doing whatever. But, you know... Sometimes a fake smile is worth less of the trial. There's less of the trial and tribulation you're going to go through because you did do it. Yeah. I mean, some shit. And at the end of the day, you motherfuckers made history. Fucking history. Yeah. You going to swallow your pride for a little bit? You mad at this little motherfucker? No shade. Sorry. They came out wrong. But you mad at this motherfucker? Cause y'all had beef over something. What? 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 You fucked your bitch? Really? I mean, I don't even know if that would happen. I'm just alleged. I don't even know. Not even alleged. I don't even know. Right. But I'm saying it's like some stuff you have to be the bigger person of. I just think that if you if you spend that much time around a person, even if you had your personal personal beef, I'm coming to the family. He's no longer there, right? And you knew him for this period of time. I mean, at least show up. Show up. You know, pay respects. Right. He got family members who know you. Right. Uh, you you know, you met people that he know. Just like just show up just for the call. You're not just no motherfucking weak nigga off the street. You yeah. have form and change a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Like, that motherfucking and mind I, playing tricks on me shit. And I really appreciated you seeing you there. Thanks. Even though the ones that knew that y'all didn't like each other, Still. It, it probably meant a lot to them. Right. Like you showed up. So, I mean, that's a hard decision, especially on like a person. But You have to live with it. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. You really do. It hurts. So, man, I don't know. That's for I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe in my nature, but the, you know me. They call me the, the nice, sensitive friend. Shut up. And that's all I listen to, man. I ain't listen to nothing else, though. That's what's up. Did I listen to anything? Mm. No. No. I think I'm good on music. Ow. Let me keep my, my pages out. The Wi-Fi cut off. I can't find them. Oh, well. Well, you know what time it is. It's time for Fix My Life. Dun, dun, dun. Now, mind you people, I'm on vacation mode, and I apologize early. I have not read, read these letters past the second paragraph. So they might go any which way. I don't know. I was like, that sounds good. I'm going to go with it. So with that said, let me begin. Dear Paul Lunchow, my husband and I have been married for three years. He's 26. I'm 28. We have a good life, and he loves my nine-year-old daughter like it's his own child. 
My husband is originally from Turkey and comes from a good family. Didn't know none of this part. However, I have yet to meet my in-laws. He avoids talking about my uh, talking about me meeting them. I have talked to his younger sister and things are well and his family knows about us. But anytime I try to talk to him about money, meeting his family, or starting a family, he refuses to discuss it. I've spoken to him calmly and rationally. We have a lot in common. But anything stressful, he avoids like the plague. If we get into an argument, he shuts down and walks out of the house. Recently, we got into a fight and he threw his phone at me because I shut our bedroom door. I don't yell at him. Every other subject we talk about, hobbies, music, dates, etc., is fine. But the important ones are the in the back of my mind constantly. He cooks, cleans, helps with anything I ask, and a great husband. Please give me some advice on what to do. Sign Clueless in Ohio. Oh, Iowa, excuse me. I don't know how I fucked that up, but whatever. I mean, if a person shuts down every time you got to a serious conversation, you got to know your mate. You got to know your approach. Facts. You got to know how they react to things. Like, okay. if a person is not a yeller, if you, just because you're not yelling does mm-hmm. not mean you're, you're not aggressive. Right. You know, so I just think that if it's a constant thing to where if y'all have a serious conversation and he shuts down, you got to change your approach because right. it's not working. And quit marrying these motherfuckers just because you got the, the, the first inkling of love in six months. Get to know a motherfucker. Like, how you marry a motherfucker and not meet his parents? They better be dead. <laughs> Look. They probably still in Turkey, though. Goddamn, we taking the trip. Yeah. We using that passport. <laughs> Yo, let's go meet the family first. Then, you know, you going to fuck around and marry a whole murdering-ass family. I'm just yeah, saying. I just think that you, you, you got to know who you fucking with. Uh, maybe the family don't does not approve of the marriage. Sister did. Um, so I don't know. You got that's something you need to know prior to getting married. You got to know this shit before you get married. Only advice I give you is that uh, you might want to change your approach if you need to, if you know that your mate shuts down every time you have a serious conversation. Especially if you're at this point right now, they're shutting down over this shit. You know, when you get to ask them real tough questions, it's going to be a whole nother conversation. So, y'all find your best approach. Um, she, good luck. Good luck. That's all I got. I don't, mm. What you think? I How do you think it would end if they actually just came up to him like, look, I need to meet your parents. I don't think the parents is the the biggest que- the biggest question is about how he reacts to the serious conversation. Okay. The 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 parents is just a, a little tidbit. A little caveat. That, you know we have met or whatever, but I think the the question was he shuts down every time they have a, a conflict or one of the serious conversations, mm-hmm. and I just think that if they they fold under pressure. Right. You might need to change your approach on the questions, and if you, you can't, if you can't have a, a, a <laughs> adult conversation, right, 
then that might be a problem in itself. Yeah, you're having your own problems. Yeah, so, yeah, you got to change your approach. And if that doesn't work, look, it might not, might not be a fit. Might not so. be me for you. All right. Dear Power Lunch Hour, I'm engaged to be married to a wonderful woman who has a six-year-old daughter with an ex-husband. They share joint custody. His controlling nature has a major factor in her decisions to end their marriage. Even now, after their divorce, more than two years later, he tries to control her life. One way is by insisting on pictures of the three of them at every function where they are all present. First day of school, graduation, etc. He has to have pictures taken of him along with my fiance and their daughter as if they are still one big happy family. He's now engaged to someone as well. I can only assume his fiance must find these not a family pictures in quotation marks uh, as strange as my fiance and I do. The reason we haven't shut him down when he insists on these pictures is that we think maybe it is a nice thing for his daughter to have a picture of herself with her mom and dad. But we dread every event because we know he is going to expect this. Will it do the daughter any harm to stop him the next time he starts insisting on these increasingly awkward situations? Sign in the picture too. Um, I think the picture is good for the child. Right. I mean, as they get older, they'll have some, you know, photos of their their both her parents together. Right. Uh, you don't have to be in a relationship to take pictures. It's just a picture. You're not tongue kissing in the photo. Right. But if the if the if the mother has a problem with it, she needs to say that. Facts. She doesn't have to take a picture. Right. Just because he want a picture, it does not. It's not like you have to take it. Right. And if the daughter has a problem with y'all not taking pictures together, that's a conversation I need to have together. Facts. So if he has somebody he engaged to and it's your fiance and you feel like the pictures are weird, y'all need to talk this shit out. Y'all gotta talk this shit out. He now, doesn't he don't run this shit. We co parents. You don't run this shit. Now it's an easy fix. Shit, you really want him to start these pictures? Slide your ass in them picture. Uh, now we all taking this together. We all taking we this one picture. big family. Yeah, this my fiance. Yeah, so we, we finna be married. If you especially want once you had a marriage, especially at the out get married, I'm in every picture too. We co family over here. Yeah, <laughs> this my daughter too. Yeah, so if, I if, bet if, you them pictures stop. If it's a yeah, exactly, no I know the pictures. pictures gonna stop once you insist. I'm gonna be in this picture. Yeah. What he gonna do? Boot you out the picture? I'll crash every damn picture. You're going to hate pictures with me. Yeah, so I, I think if it's a problem, say it. Say it. You ain't got to take a picture with him, but if you think it's going to affect your daughter, right. you need to have a conversation now. Right, and if it bothers your wife especially, if she's feeling awkward, then it got to be a conversation had. That's what's wrong with us as a community. We don't have these conversations. It's okay to agree to disagree. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You can have an intelligent conversation, and guess what? You all cannot meet at the same point. And you, it's okay to vary in your, uh, your, your opinions and your thoughts. It's okay to disagree. And you have to be adult enough to have that uh, conversation. Like, I feel what you're saying, but I just don't agree with that. 
And you can leave it like that. I'm not taking no more pictures, bro. I'm not taking no more pictures. All right. And that's my fiance in the picture. So talk, talk to your daughter early. Talk to your daughter early. I don't know. Yo, if you taking a picture and you want my wife in it, I'm in it. I'm in it too. Sorry. Fiance, I don't give a fuck. I'm in it. Because I chose this little girl as my daughter. So I'm in it. Yeah. She going to like, well, now we was one big family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My dad was engaged too, but she didn't get in the picture. She was scared. Yeah. So, you know, something to be had. You got to talk about that shit. got to talk about that shit. That's my last letter. That's what's up. Right. If you want to write in your letters, please send them in to powerlunchhour at gmail.com. I'll be happy to read that shit on air. It's beautiful. I love hearing other people going through shit besides me. Feel like I'm the only one sometimes. All right. Shot. Tip your bartender. We'll be right back. Cupid's Lingerie has been in business for over a decade. We aim to be your choice retailer of apparel and adult novelties. We strive to provide a professional, mature, and open-minded atmosphere so that our customers can learn not only about our products, but about themselves as well. Our in-store sales associates will gladly assist you, whether it be finding the right outfit for a romantic evening or seeking a little buzz in the bedroom. For online shoppers, you can hit us at shopcupids.com. If you have any other questions or, or inquiries, please come into the store and visit us. We aim to provide our customers a discreet, informative, and enjoyable shopping experience. Shopcupids.com now let's get back to the show. Papa Top, wine, spirits, and beverages at 1901 South University, Little Rock, Arkansas, has the best deals in town of all your dope beverages. Now listen up, Papa Top has anything you need, from Doucet to Bombay, from cognac to a 30-pack. Also stop in on Thursdays to get 20% off of all your variety of wines to wind down your weekend. So talk to our good friends at Papa Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages. Let them know the Power Lunch Hour sent you and have a great, great weekend. Let's get back into it. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys. She can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find her on Facebook or IG. Addicted Craft. Do you know that feeling when you get that fresh new cut with the crisp lines and your self-esteem just shoots through the roof? Well, it's time to get that feeling again with Chris Staff at Throwback Cuts, 102 West South Street, Benton, Arkansas, 722015. Chris is the hairstylist for you. Any designs you can think of from fades to razor lines, from adults, kids, straight razor shaves, he can do it all. Chris Staff at 501-533-4360. Call Chris, book your appointment, get fresh. Let's get back to it. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. You know what it is. Yeah. Act three, get it off your motherfucking chest. It's time to purge, Spit baby. Spit that shit out. Can't hold it in no longer. You can't hold it in. You gotta let it go. Yeah, get it off your motherfucking get chest. Get it off your motherfucking chest. 
say. Let it go. Let it. Let it. Let it. Let it go. Let it all out. Yeah. Well, I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? My shit kind of personal, kind of petty. It's kind of like all around and above. Okay. You know, I I think it's because I'm going on break for a while. So, you know, you, you get into your season finale. This is my season finale. I got time today, cuz. Okay. So, um, I got time today, cuz. You got time for that, cuz. First of all, you little motherfuckers. I love all y'all. Y'all cool. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. But don't try to predict my reaction to something like i know what you're gonna say already because you don't you 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 have a, a an idea but i'm one of the motherfuckers where depending on the time and the place you tell me something my 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 whole reply could be something completely different mm-hmm. and the way i'm going now i don't think none could surprise me at all so don't try to filter what you tell me based on what you think my reaction would be. That's annoying as fuck. Tell me the whole motherfucking truth. Tell right. me the whole motherfucking story. Don't let me find out this whole shit in the street. Right. Or from somebody else. That's going to really piss me off. Like, why don't you just tell me that shit from the jump? It's like it's like you see it all the time in TV shows. A lot of shit can have been avoided. From the jump, you just say, yeah, this, this, this is going on. Boom. We get a, that's like Queen of the South. They were just told her, boom, 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 this was going on. Ow! Well, I can make arrangements and adjust for this. Right. This is easy. This this, this is actually easy. Give me all the information. I can Give me all it. the information. I can go from there. Don't try to limit my information because you're like, I can't tell you that. I don't know how you're going to react. Look, just tell me what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Because that's going to really piss me off because now I want to know what the fuck is going on. Now you're trying to subjugate my reaction because you think you know how I'm going to reply and you don't. Because half the time, shit, I, right now, I don't give a fuck. But it's a good story and I'm willing to listen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know don't shortchange me because you're scared of my reaction or you're scared of what I might say to you. you know, don't, don't tell me then. If you don't want, tell if, me. If it's that shit, don't, don't even bring the shit to me. Because yeah. I'm going to give you me 100% of the time regardless. And it, it, it might not be what you think it is. Right. And I'm a very understanding individual. And if I get all the details in the story outline, you might hear a motherfucker say, well, shit, I get it. I understand. <laughs> you know, that's all I'm saying. Just don't try to subjugate my reaction because you're scared of the downfall. That 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 you scared of the blowback. Don't don't do that. Yeah, it's annoying as fuck. And honestly, I've been very good lately. I haven't had a summer jam screen in years, years. So you know, hey, talk to me. It's okay. Right. If you're going to bring it to me, tell me the whole story. Give me the whole goddamn story. Don't give story. me pieces of it. Don't give me pieces of it because I'm not going to believe Right. Because your shit not going to add up. It don't sound right. It don't sound right. That's all you did? You ain't had nothing else to do with that situation? Okay. Cool. All right. I'll let it go. But yeah, man, that, that just that drives me. And don't be mad also 
Well, my uh, second part. Don't be mad at me if I don't tell you none of my, like, the most intimate details of my business. Because at some point down the line, you proved that you weren't able to handle this shit. If you've ever thrown anything back to me in my face, uh, uh, some, uh, some bad shit in my life, that you trying to prove a point or one-up me, and somehow, through God, we managed to keep this friendship still going. Yeah. Don't be mad at me if I don't tell you nothing else. I'm going to tell you the cliff notes like a motherfucker. <laughs> I ain't telling you shit else. I ain't love naming no names. Uh, a motherfucker right now, it was like, oh, 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 what, what's that? Who are they? Uh, none of your business. You have proven that you cannot do good with this information and not. And yeah. not only if you not blowing this shit back at me at this time, your anger, uh, when you come at me with frustration, name all my faults and and, and wrongs, Yeah. don't be mad at me when I don't tell you that shit no more. It can't be. It can't be. You've lost that privilege. That's just a non-factor. I can sit up here with a saddest face, tears in my eyes. What's wrong? I'm fine. I'm good. Because what you done proven was you are not able to hold that shit. And they go, and I'm one of them petty motherfuckers. Like, motherfuckers, you remember what I did for you back at, you know what, mental note. Never fuck with that person again on anything that you may ever need a favor or anything from. Thanks. Because you bring some shit up that you did for me, that you supposed to did for the kindness of your heart. Why is this even coming up? Right. What the fuck is this about? Had nothing to do with nothing. Nothing to do with nothing. You have permanently marked yourself out to, you know what? They're in that category. And I'm not going to feel a bit of bad about putting you in that category. At all. At fucking all. And to round out my motherfucker, I got time to that, cuz. To go back to Act 1, what I was saying from Jump. If you can't have a real conversation with me, and you worried about text messages the way something was delivered, and you can't have a, address me personally, then your anger towards me, I don't give a fuck about. Right. You hold out all that, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you can't come to me face to face, or you can't have a conversation with me and express your motherfucking feelings, if you take something that I wrote to you personally and not got the context of how you feel, obviously, one, we're not that cool where you can get these jokes. Because I can say two lines to this motherfucker and he knows exactly what the fuck I'm saying. That is true. It's like, boom, quick question. You still hungry, girl? Fuck you, motherfucker. Easy. He knows where it come from. You know what I'm saying? I can name out a random motherfucker. One word. You know what I'm saying? Um, car bumper. Nope. I get that one. Falling car bumper. Oh, okay. I got that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Easy shit. You know what I'm saying? If we don't have that type of uh, repertoire, if we don't have that motherfucking... Conversation, you know what? Maybe we weren't as close as we thought we were. Right. And I'm okay with that. I need you to identify and realize that you need to be okay with that. You know, you take your personal shit out on me, and uh, that's not my fault. Right. Because I'm not in the kissing ass business. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Not at this age. Sorry. And that's my I got time today, cuz. 
For sure. For sure. Well, I got time today, cuz. He got time today, cuz. And my time today goes to, I want to first say I appreciate everybody who purchased a t-shirt. Uh, any type of uh, Power Hour merch, I appreciate it. Salute. Thank uh, you. Let you know that the tanks are coming next month. I appreciate everybody who looked into those. Get Nipsey My boo? time, uh, it's a possibility. Ooh. My time today goes to um, the people who feel it's necessary for them to comment and ask or request a shirt and never come through with the purchase. Ooh. Now, if, if you want a shirt, there's an easy step to take and purchase a shirt. Simple. Simple so, steps. For you to keep inquiring about a shirt and never purchase it, it's just wasting my fucking time. Like, if that's your conversation, you need to change your conversation because if I'm in if I'm in sales mode, right? I'm talking about making a dollar. I'm talking about making a sale. I'm talking about selling merchandise. I'm trying to ship it to you. What's so up? don't don't keep asking me the same questions about size, colors, and payments. Right. If you're never going to pick a size, color, and a payment. Right. So. Don't dealish this, me this, and add me to your cart and I uh, check out. This conversation is really going in circles. Like I, you, you're asking for no reason. Like if you're not actually going to purchase a t-shirt, stop talking about it. You just start a conversation for no reason. Like we don't have to have a conversation about t-shirts. I, it, it's it's not no skin off my back if you don't buy one. We ain't got to do this. We we don't have to do this. I, we we doing very well on the shirts. I don't need you to have to keep asking. But if you don't want a shirt, don't buy it. It's well, cool. stop asking about it though. It's cool. It doesn't make sense. So, you're kind of wasting time. You're kind of filling conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I got to get one of those shirts. You said it like six times, bro. Six times. Get a shirt or don't. Or don't. Or it's stop cool. Stop talking about it. It's cool either it's way. It's cool either way. I don't, I'm not forcing it on nobody, but stop inquiring about some shit if you don't actually want to get one. Facts. You're wasting time, and I'm doing too much work looking into it, and you're not making no progress on it. So, stop it. I appreciate stop. the support, but right. actually support or stop. So easy. It's it's kind of confusing though. All right. And to piggyback you, look, I don't do the shirts. I will send you who to contact for the shirts. I'm something else does the shirts. That's easy in his back. This is shirts. I can't I can't get you a shirt just like you know what I'm saying? You need to talk to the man about it. You want to purchase a shirt? Cool. Thank you. I appreciate the support of the show. That's love. I want you to buy a shirt. And when I tell you how to get the shirt, I don't need all these extra questions. Right. There's no extra questions. Look, cash out, PayPal, just get a goddamn shirt. It's easy. So easy. It's easy. It's so fucking easy. So stop it with that extra shit. Anyway, that's my time today. That's what's up. Let's talk about it. All right, let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, man. What I want to talk about today is, um, I was trying to debate how I'm gonna like ref like start it up, but I want to talk about being uh, black or from the hood or what you call inner city, working in white America. Mm. All right, Mm. so there's so many things male or female that mm-hmm. people of color go through right. hurdles that they go through to just make it out their situation right i'm talking about living paycheck to paycheck uh dealing with crime gangs mm-hmm. uh teen pregnancies 
police brutality, getting shot by the police, all these type of hurdles you go through dealing with the inner city elements. Right. And then if you dodge all these hurdles or tri- tribulations to make it to a point where you got to start making some money. Mm-hmm. All right. So you got to start making money. And if you do good at your task, eventually you're going to go up in your field. Right. There's a certain level you make it to, to where people from the hood or inner city have to collide with privileged white people. Facts. And during your journey of dodging these hurdles, a lot of people do not know that there's a whole different vernacular that happens when you're dealing with white people. It, it is. If you never dealt with, uh, to be 100, a lot of white people don't want to see you make it. Do not. They want to see you make it. Do and they're going to question how you made it this far. Right. Because once you don't speak the king's English, mm-hmm. they realize that you're not from money or fr- you're not privileged. Right. And they, they recognize that. And they want, they're trying to get you out that spot. So if you never knew, if you never experienced the conversation that white people have towards uh, inner city people, it's a whole different conversation. They're not Holy. being disrespectful, but they're not respecting you. At all. And growing up in the hood, if you get disrespected, you gotta you gotta handle that with disrespect, right? And that's a whole different conversation. So I just think that it's a it, there should be some type of uh, thread or conversation happening to where hood people mm-hmm. or people from the hood, should I say, know how to deal with privileged white people, right? Because that conversation alone or that type of interaction to where they trying to get you at your spot mm-hmm. is a different type of uh, uh, right. dialogue. Right. I think Twitter even had a thread on this. It, was so it needs, crazy, it needs to be a thread. They made a thread about this. Like replying as a, a, a person of urban descent or just, you know, character. Yeah. Replying in a, a white man's workplace. You know, the whole conversations, per my last emails, the the whole, you feel like an elephant in a china shop. Honestly, right. At the end of the day, you really do. Because at the end of the day, they want you out of your job. Yeah. They don't want you to be successful. They want you to come out your bag. They want you to, quote, unquote, be black, go extra, yeah. and cause a scene. The whole motive is to prove Right. That you don't deserve to be in this spot. Right. And it's not that the person in the spot don't deserve to be there. They just don't speak the king's English. They don't right. speak the language. So I, mean, I don't know how to kiss I, ass. I you. see it all the time to all where time. where somebody will say something that's out of tone or it's not right. It doesn't come across well to the privilege. Mm-hmm. And they look at them a certain type of way. And I know what you're trying to say, but you didn't say it. The way they they had accepted happens all the time, and now you're uh, looked at like a certain type of person, and I hate that because there's no training for this. There's none. There's no there's no speaking to privileged white people training. It's not, and it's called college, but they don't even do that no more. They don't give you that type of because you don't know how to uh, to handle it unless you experience it mm-hmm. enough to where like. Oh, this is how y'all act. This is how we do. If you never, yeah. if you never met a young black male or female in your in your field who's so green that they don't know 
how they're acting right. looks towards the others, right. then you know it's a hard it's and, a it's a hard situation to deal with. And not only that, you get one of two situations when you have one of those type of person people, one of those people. One, you have the loud extra person. Yeah. That's doing the most. You be like, hey, you need maybe tone that down. Yeah. You're doing too much here. Yeah. It's not received well by the general populace. Yeah. It's like you're coming off as extra being hood. Yeah. And they don't receive it. They think you you just don't want that real. Like, hold on. I get you being real. This ain't the environment. It's a whole different ball game. It's a whole different ball game. And then the other person is, they don't say shit. Yeah. And they never stick up for themselves or the culture at the right time. Because they know once they jump out their bag, bag right. there's no putting this back in the bag. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just not I'm gonna not say nothing, and right. they looked as a pushover. Pushover. So there's a there's a there's a caveat to that cause, because you don't know when to bring it out and when to put it in in, in in your pocket. So I bring this up because I I I witnessed this a couple of days ago mm-hmm. to where uh, an an employee had to. He's a hood cat, straight up, down. He does a great job, but he had to come in front of the privileged people and explain himself. Mm. And he didn't know how to articulate himself in front of them to where he can explain himself to where it, it wasn't right. how it wasn't his fault. You knew what he was saying. I knew what he was, was saying. Like, I knew what he was Can't saying. Can't use better words. <laughs> but he wasn't saying it to where they understand it mm-hmm. and looking at him as a dumb nigga. Right. And I'm like, this. This boy, is, he's very intelligent, but he doesn't know how to speak to you when you understand it. All he knows is his hood shit. Right. Nobody, all he know. There's no hood training for it's them. No, it's no vernacular. It's no... No, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. This is how he was raised, but he does a great job. Right. And, that's and how he, he got, knows his product. He knows That's his, how he got to his position. Right. But when it comes to interacting with the powers that be, right. nobody trained him how to talk like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just unfortunate because now they're going to look at him a certain way forever. Right. And I just think that this should be some type of class class, or some type of forum or some type of right. somewhere you can turn to. You need an etiquette class. To where you can have conversation with people who don't look like you, who don't talk like you, who not where you're from, and you understand how to deal with that. Right. We talk about this all the time, but in high school, honestly, it should be an etiquette class. Right there with home at. It like, has to be. It, it has to be a class. Like, this is the proper way we're going to do this. Yeah. This is what society uh, uh, deems. She got this whole Beyonce thing. <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we got society's way of deeming whether this is an appropriate conversation, how to handle it. I went to HBCU, and they taught us be proud of yourself mm-hmm. and how to be, you know, you know, a, a unity and group and black people and just love the fact that you're a black person. Right. And that was dope. But that does not translate into corporate, corporate white America, America to where I need the game, coach. Teach me the game, ghost. Teach me the game, ghost. Yeah. So no, excuse me. Teach me the motherfucking game, ghost. And it, it just it just hurts me to see it because right. I've been there. Right. I've been the, the hood nigga in front of white people that know how to talk about. Did you have a chance to uh, bring this young man to the side and, and talk to him? or? Yeah, that's a conversation we had after the fact. But right. you can't take back what was said. You can't take back what was and said. And nothing the man said was disrespectful or out of out of line mm-hmm. it just it, it didn't come across well right do you wish you would handle like uh, at least a chance to have a a quick 
training session with them, like, this is what is going to kind of be asked of you. These are the kind of replies I need. No, it's no time for that. Exactly. Sometimes you don't have you don't have no you don't never know. It's like in the matrix when you come it's across like an the agent. Training, when you come right? across an agent, you don't have no training for the agent. You know, an tra- agent is there, but right. once you run into an agent, you gotta you, it's fight or flight. So right, and it, it's just it's just unfortunate that it has to happen because nobody's trained you to deal with people who look at you a certain way. Right. And judge you from the first words that come out of your mouth. And then mouth. once you don't speak the king's English, they look at you like you're not privileged enough to be here. Mm-hmm. So they got to be some type of training or some type of uh, form that could happen to where uh, you, you can't fault a person who never knew mm-hmm. to react in a certain situation that never right. been in before. Right. So it's kind of like a job training, a little course. Sound like we need. Like for people that resumes, just training, like. This is the question we ask you. If you never experience a a person who doesn't look like you to try to sun you, and once you and once a person from where I'm from trying to sun you, mm. your reaction is different. Your reaction way different. And once you react like that, they're gonna like, see, I told you. This is the reason why people tiptoeing in my office now, man. Yeah. So So y'all know that uh last two weeks ago episode, yeah, it's been fallout from it. And it's just it's just a different type of upbringing, right? And you can't you can't we don't talk the same. We don't. We don't speak the same. We don't have the same reaction to things because I've been through shit, right? But before I came to work, I had to go through all these hurdles. I barely made it to work because I had to get out of my own goddamn neighborhood. Yeah. So when I get here and you try to talk to me crazy, you try you talk to me a certain way. The way I react to certain shit, mm-hmm. the way I react to disrespect, right? Is disrespect. Disrespect. And that's not the way it works, and you know it's it's just it's just unfortunate. Who was that that came out with this quote recently? It was like, "We as black people have to take stop taking everything as disrespect and learn how to manage." And what that's we think I is disrespect. I don't I don't know what it is, but it's it's facts. But because right. anything that does not sit well with me is deemed as disrespect. And I have to address it. And I got to address because if from where I'm from, if I don't if I don't address, address it, it you're going to think it's okay to do it again. You're going to think it's okay to do it. Right. And there's ways that I have to learn myself mm-hmm. to where in this type of setting you have to approach it differently. Right. And right. when I was a young cat in this game, I kept saying it's a whole different language that y'all not teaching us. And they're like, "What are you talking about?" It's a lot of things what you are you talking to let, about. Like literally go. Yeah. Just be like anybody else would caught these hands ready to eat for everybody. Right now. Right fucking now. Yeah. So since we own it, a couple about two weeks ago, I had the problem at work. Yeah. It was disrespect. I handled it professionally because I, I did it right because I knew me. Yeah. Cause I knew my disrespect threshold was was crossed. Mm-hmm. So I had to go at it real and respectfully. So as soon as I walked into work, I didn't even go to my desk. I went straight to HR. Like, you need to look at this. You need to document it. <laughs> Shit. And we talked through it. And as talking through it, it's like, man, I see how this game finna unfold. If I make a move here, it's going to unfold here. It's like, man, it's fucked up. You got to go through these politics. Anybody else, I would have been dragged this motherfucker in the street and put hands on him. But, you know, hey, you got to speak the vernacular. You got to go through the whole game of it all. 
Yeah. And like you say, we really need an etiquette type class for this shit. I really do. We really do. Really, although I will say, motherfuckers tiptoe through my office now. Yeah, they they know. Nah, bro, he ain't playing, man. He came in this motherfucker. Everybody, <laughs> we have a, a majority of motherfuckers, and then it's like it's kind of like Trump rules. Like you know the people that are like, nah, he serious, bro. I I was disrespectful. He ain't playing. Don't don't go be disrespectful. Then you have the people that's blatantly disrespectful. You kind of know what lane you stay in. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, okay, they testing me. Should I check them? Should I not? I chose the latter. But I generally check them. And that's just a uh, a fine line that you have it's to. It's a very fine you have line, to deal bro. with. It's, it's a tight rope. A lot rope. of people don't know the line because they don't see no line. It's a very it's small tight rope. Yeah. Yes, yes. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I talk to the young cats all the time about mm-hmm. how they react to stuff and is it worth it? Like, what's the what's the end going? But right. if you come from where we come from, right? If you get disrespected and you don't check it, right? You look as as soft, soft. or you know you not you know you you weak or meek or something like that. So and look and look at the ball game when you get to the people in a, in a different type of setting, right? So. And look at the statistics of the show. You know, thank God. Shout out uh, SoundCloud. They give us the analytics of the show, break down the people that are watching it. Our age group, our demographic that are watching this, a lot of these people are the professionals that's in the office place right now going through this shit. Yeah. Like, ooh, if I could tell this motherfucker what I really thought. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It'll set this whole motherfucker on fire. Like, you got people in office place that think it's okay to bring a dog to work randomly in the office place. Like, you don't know what I'm allergic to, none of this shit. Yeah. And you had them little motherfuckers roaming around. Like, you think it's okay. And you have to have a whole conversation on how you can tell your management, I feel very upset that they brought a dog in the office place. Yeah. And the way they brought it up was, hi, guys, I think I'm going to bring my dog to work tomorrow. Yay! And you up there saying, like, how do, how do I have this conversation that's so wrong and inappropriate? But, you know, that's that's what we go through on a regular. It's, it sounds minor when we're talking about dog and shit like that, but you have this conversation over real-life situation. We need to get this contract passed, and they feel this way, but we have these other people that's affected by it. You know what I'm saying? Every day it's those same situations. Yeah. Where you have to use your white voice, quote-unquote. Definitely. And it's a shame that we have to do that. It really is. And then it's kind of like we was watching uh, Insecure, and uh, her homegirl started working at the black firm. Now, the white firm was doing that shit they way, you know, like we were talking about using the white voice. But then she went to the black firm, and the black people was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. We get to it. He was like, hold up. <laughs> you know, we got to get this work done. So it's that fine line of handling business and not getting sucked into the belligerent bullshit of fancy words and not handling it and passing off tasks. Right. It's a very, it's a tightrope, people. I applaud everybody that's going through it and doing it at this point in their life. Y'all some real soldiers. It takes a lot. 
Right. Just look at somebody who's in your field who's a person of color, mm-hmm. male, female, who's who's made it to a, a point where, like... They're allowed to be in the company picture. It's just and like... And it's only tw- it's 12 imagine, whites and one black. Just imagine That's what when. they went through to get to that point. Right. All the crow they had to, the, the, to swallow. swallow to get Balls. to that point. Yeah. And it's just like... It's you know it's, it's, that's tough, man. That's so tough. A lot of people. It got to take a lot of patience, right? And you see it all point. the time. Like let the company photos represent themselves. Look at the golf tournaments. Look at the company group picnics or whatever. You see how the office is set up. You have fifty two whites, one black sitting up front, with a, a fake smile and a one sign held up. Like I'm the only nigga that made it. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's our constant struggle. Facts. That's what's up. Yeah, it's crazy. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Uh, once again, I want to shout out my cousins, Terry, Carrie. Happy birthday. Um, I'll make it to Tampa eventually one time. I hope you have a good-ass birthday. Happy birthday! Um, I want to give a shout out to our Black Business of the Week. Skills and drills, chosen ones. Uh, they have the uh, basketball camp coming up this weekend, or is it next weekend? Uh, this weekend, July 19th to the 21st. Yes. At my, uh, McClellan High School. Salute, salute. Get your kids in and get that basketball game skill up. Yeah. Um, I'll have you done shout outs, man. Everybody, everybody repost the show. Shout I appreciate out my it. parents. Shout out to parents. Hey. Thanks, Dad. I love the jokes. Keep them coming. <laughs> Shout out everybody that fuck with us, man. From the show, the repos, man. I appreciate the love, for real. For real, for real. From the bottom of my heart. Even the ones that don't fuck with me, but look at it and still have the nerve to ask me, yeah, who was that in the picture with you? Why'd you click on the goddamn link? Right. But, you know, whatever. Oh, and the question about the tanks, they are unisex. So, I didn't get no female slash male shirts. They are unisex tanks. So, what answer your question. Going nowadays, they'll just tie a bow in the back. It'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, you know, shout outs? That's it, bro. Hey, people. We want to thank you guys for listening to this motherfucking show. From the bottom of our heart, it means a lot. Thank you for the retweets, the shares, yes. the posts, mentioning it, the T-shirts, the yeah. T-shirts, the T-shirts. Not only that, people are wearing their T-shirts and they can ask, what is that? And y'all are telling people about the show. So I appreciate that, for real, for real. That means a lot. Yes. Um. So if you want to write into the show, it's powerlunchhour at gmail.com. We're on most social media platforms. Check us out. We're here for you. Write in. Talk to us about it. We're still working on a live show. I promise. We got you. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be dope. Anything else? Yes, sir. It's your boy, Corey Doseki. It's your baby daddy on something else. Hey, the kids missing. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we up this bitch. Yeah. Love y'all, man. We'll see you next week.